235 episodes down the hole. That's right. We're falling to another level. This is Christian Humes here with the Unranked Podcast. We've got Alex Marinello looking like he's got a fresh cut, fresh shave. Fresh. U.S. Open. Uh, What's well, going on? Yeah, you know, uh, Zuba, Zuba, Zuba. Uh, got a fresh haircut. And, you know, I always keep my beard like this, though. Yeah, it, the so. fresh haircut looks interesting. It's a different fresh haircut than the past. It is new. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see it without a hat because oh, it, it looks like it's spilling out a little it's bit. It's going to have to happen. Uh, <laughs> that is the voice of Tom Caswell, who you may know as Great Brit Tom, Streaming Extraordinaire Tom. How it's you doing? Streaming Extraordinaire. The hat is like almost like it's trying to crawl out from the front of the hat. It's, That's right. It's quite something. It, it feels like Alex has finally joined the mid to late 2010s haircut style of short on the sides, long on the top. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what ended up happening. <laughs> yeah. You, you've, I feel like you've had that before. I feel like that, that's no, not too far. I've had, it's pretty I've much had the all same, been short. Here it is. I've had the same oh, hair. Oh, it looks great. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest with well, you. Well, I guess... Yeah. I mean, it's not styled. When it's styled, it looks better. But I think it looks good like that. I've gotten uh, a lot of compliments on this hair. Well, From who? Yeah, I mean, I'll say anytime I get the my hair barber. all or anyone does. The barber always gives a compliment. It's that yeah, fucking I would wug. So. He, he's just the barber. Can you imagine like, if he's like, oh, fuck, it's this haircut is. Yeah, or he's just like, oh, it's just a shit haircut. Uh, I feel like no. any kind of grooming these days, though, stands out. Like a shave. Yeah. People are like, oh, you look great. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple people at work. Britt loves it. Yeah. Uh, family. Uh, her friends love it. Great. Um, I, I mean, I'm yeah. glad because I was worried when I heard that you'd gone because you, I loved mm -hmm. the long hair. I loved how that looked. <laughs> I did too. I and, did too. Um, so I'm yeah, glad that too. a lot of that has remained. And obviously, they had a lot yes. to work with, which is always great. When you um, cut. I went to my so I went to Brit's friend's husband's barber. Okay. Okay. Um, sure. And now, wow. right? That's that's so far removed that they. That you don't need to explain how they're related to you. You know what I mean? You live. Well, in I do. In the, well, I do for this one little thing. <laughs> oh, so my wa for, okay. so Brit's friend's husband. Husband's barber. Uh -huh. That's it. No, no, no. Just just the friend, right? Guy has okay. got great hair. Great hair. This guy, but the barber went out of his way to say I had better hair than him. So, suck it. Wow. <laughs> did you That's tell? Right. Did you tell the husband? Yes, that? and actually, the husband said, "Yeah, he's got good hair." So, uh, there yeah. You go. There it is. There it is. Wow. There it is. And there it is. There it is. That's amazing. And that's the story. Morning glory. Incredible. <laughs> that was good. It, it, did, did you go with a style like this because you know it's probably going to be a while before you get it cut again? So this is like a hold on. Do long you think, haircut. Yeah. Do you think this was my idea? Yeah, of course. You definitely. No. I see, Alex. You stayed up all night. You were on like yeah. Pinterest. Right. Putting together photos of like no, curly here's hair. Here's literally what happened. So mm -hmm. go back, going back to this guy, Britt's friend's husband also had really long hair like me, and then finally got it cut. And Britt loved the way it looked, and it was long on top, short on the side. So she said, "Go to his barber and get this haircut." So that's pretty much what happened. Boom. And I got to admit, it was getting the long hair was getting annoying because it doesn't just oh, yeah. my long hair like. Like Tom's, right? I don't know if you do anything to it, Tom. But Tom's, I feel like, is um, 
just sits there. Am I wrong? Well, like I mine, mean, this mine curls like a motherfucker and was getting in my face and my eye. Like it doesn't just sit there. It it, it yeah. like curls up and yeah, very hair. it you gets annoying. Hair. There you go. That's basically what I'm trying but to I say. But I mean, my hair gets in my <laughs> uh, the, the one thing that like on the regular just like has me in moments where I'm like, I'm going to shave this all off right. Like I've been so close to just grabbing the razor and yeah, but shaving it all off. You've it's seen mine like curled over like yeah. twice yeah. before it, like yours is straight sitting there. Nice. You know, mine, mine was getting all yeah, but the Here's the place. thing that you don't realize, Alex. What do I not as realize? Someone Christian? that doesn't have curly hair. If you have straight hair, cause I've had my, not as long as Tom's, my hair has been pretty long before. Mm. It's more annoying because when I see people with curly hair, your hair can get really long before it starts to fall into your face. Ours right. starts to fall into our face it's, it's immediately. immediately. The media right. have yeah. to put product Next, in yeah. it or put something like to yeah. pull it aside, or it's always in your face. Yeah, Yours yeah. at least like was able to go up and into itself for a while, and then eventually, having it's like long, okay, straight we, hair is like too much weight curtains here. attached to your head at all times. Yeah, yeah, and like they keep falling in front. Curly hair you can play with, but I get it. I uh, it might be a little bit harder to once it's in your face get out of your face because yeah. it just kind of is springy. Whereas yep. with this, I'm just like I can put it in a pony or whatever. Yeah, he's right got a, he's got bramble on his head. I tell you what, I saw my friend Joe the other day, and he has curly hair. And uh, we used to work at Giz, and he left before I did, so I haven't seen him in like almost two years. And he had long curly hair, and he had the thing, the very sporty. Maybe you're an Italian soccer player, and you've got it so that the hairband is just holding it kind uh, of yeah, wide here. Yeah. So yeah. it's like fanning out curly. Big, big poof yeah. in the back. And I've like never seen, ball. he had really short hair when I knew him. And yeah. he, he was, I was like, damn, dude, you could just come off the pitch? Jesus. Right. <laughs> I mean, actually, I, I could, I when I got, a, I got a headband to work out in because it was getting in my face, um, yeah. but I could do what your friend did. That looked okay. But that someone, would look cool on you, man. Someone didn't. Someone didn't let like it, it. I don't get so, it. I don't get it. I hated don't get it. it. Hated it. Hated she, it. She's the. She's like. Uh, <laughs> she's like Abe Simpson in. Um, don't know the Simpson, reference, but uh, Grandpa and the Simpsons when he he's his wife. Can you say that word again? Simpsons. No. Abe. Abe. The grandpa. Yeah. You say Grandpa. Grand. Grand. grand okay. Grandpa, <laughs> I didn't how would you say I it? How would you say well, it? Well, you said it. You said it the second time with an A. Well, now he's. You said now it the second time you said it without the R. He's I don't on notice now because then you will then then you'll just repeat it the same way I say it. That's why I didn't say, yeah. say well, Grandpa again. Yeah. You should say Grandpa. Uh, so there's this this flashback because Homer's mom leaves him, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a moment where she realizes that she is in a loveless marriage and that he is a loveless person is when he's like seeing football players and he's having a go at this guy for having like long hair. And then he like looks at the guy with like the military cut and he's like, now Johnny Unitas, there's a cut you can set your watch to. <laughs> and that's Brit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Got to clean it there up. It is. Yeah. Well, whatever. Speaking about uh, making a mess. This week's Pokemon is two thirty five. Making a mess. That was the reference. Who it's was it last week? Trash. Po- it was Stantler. So there's no. Oh, it's yeah. a new Pokemon. No, it's not an evolution. Fucking. I don't know. Muck? Smeargle. Ah. The Beagle Pokemon. I wish. I wish you had Buddy down here right now. Is he a it's Beagle? A, I did not. 
put yeah, that, he's a beagle. I didn't that's why put it's that smear. It's smear right. plus beagle. Smear. It's smeargle. Mm. Um, smeargle. I think the fact that he stands on his hind legs doesn't sell sure. the idea that he's a dog. It's also the the. Wait, you don't think he looks like a dog? Are you kidding I, me? I mean, I think he looks like a dog now that you mentioned it, but like, I just never would look at that and be like, that is a dog. Can you share a screen? Yes, oh, share your screen with that screen. bad boy. Yeah, yeah let me let me see this guy because you know Stantler got a uh, shit oh, on. Oh, Stantler got. Stantler's a great Pokemon though. Oh, we oh, shot on him. God big damn, time. he got shot on hard last week. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, you is know. it? It is. It looks it's like he's got a lipoma on his ass. We don't God. need to. Uh, oh, do I have? Do I have to do it? Can you do it? Since I'm I, I tried to do it, and I'm gonna try it again. Okay. And then we'll right, see what it. happens. So, anyway, talk about dead air, huh? Well, okay. So I, I'm just gonna talk about it while I okay. I'll bring it up. Image. Can I share my screen? Can I just share? You host disabled. See, now that I'm not host, I can't do. Yeah, I can, I can do it. I'll just. <laughs> I I'll can't, just. I, can't I, do will, I will just. This is why you never relinquish just, control. This is why you never relinquish I'll, control. I will just share it. Share the screen. So it's Smeagol. Was it influenced by Gollum? Smeargle. Smeargle. Oh, Smeargle. So it's influenced by oh, the word this smear. this motherfucker. The painting Pokemon, Beagle. right? Yeah. He paints. Yes. Yes, he paints. He paints. He paints. It's a normal type, as they do often with their dogs. It's So the weird thing about this dog Pokemon is it doesn't evolve. It should evolve into Bob Ross. That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been incredible. And he had, a, and he had like a, um, a and poodle. He gained a, a poodle. He gained too. a uh, art. What is it called? I'm literally easel? looking at one right now. An easel. easel? Yes. Oh, and then Not they could have done a play with that with smear, Smeargle. Smeargle. Tom, Tom yeah. while we're on this page, I'm mm. looking at your tabs up here. 18,252 unread messages in iCloud? That's what just, are you doing? That's just my email. And that's Bruce Green, <laughs> Twitch streaming on Twitch. And... Uh, Patreon.com forward slash podcast. <laughs> yeah, to judge me for my 18... 18- Thousand I mean, it's ridiculous. Do you operate on, on Firefox? Are you a Firefox guy? On Windows, yeah, one hundred percent. You still have the getting started uh, favorite. I appreciate that. I like oh. that. That's good. Well, <laughs> it's really funny because I'm not usually like a bookmark guy. Interesting. But um, it's just yeah, uh, I mean, been yeah. a lot quicker with with work. Um, mm. So I've never really been a taken advantage of the. Of the bookmarks. What oh, the I'm, 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 I'm a big bookmark guy. I'm Cold a big cast. But just just for the favorites, just like just like a good a good does a good does bookmarks right at the top. Does. All right. Um, it, in, I don't in I don't actually tradition. love this Pokemon. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, I love beagles, but I don't think this is a good beagle Pokemon. It, I don't think it's obvious that it's a beagle because typically beagles are more tricolor. They're usually brown, white, and black. Um, yeah. And this why is does he have like one of those acorns? things on the top of his yeah, head because it's supposed to be like one of those like oh like a, like a yeah, yeah the artist yeah. the beret yeah. now here's what i'm not feeling all Raspberry right beret. yeah it's uh it's pokedex entry in gold is a special fluid oozes from the tip of its tail <laughs> oh, it boy. paints Ooh. the fluid everywhere to mark its territory That's i did not weird. i did not think about the fact that the paint is he is excreting it Right. Uh, which is uh, which changing. slides normal type too because like that doesn't actually attribute to anything. Sure, <laughs> it should. It's, it should. It should actually. If they remade this today, if they came up with this idea today, <laughs> I think they would have done it better because they could have used fairy type 
because then it's like, oh, cool. It has all the colors of the rainbow. It's like perfect for a fairy type Pokemon. Um, but they didn't do that back Influenced then. Influenced by Other... what it eats. And now it says once, and then in silver it says once it becomes an adult, it has a tendency to let its comrades plant footprints on its back. See, that's so, so weird. Little... So it's also a little socialist Smeargle as well, but with the beret, like Che Guevara. It, <laughs> but it's it, just it, a it's weird... Comrades. But it's just weird you to know? picture this Pokemon as a child and then an adult. Yeah, which is why it doesn't have an evolution. It's just got the one type. It it, it really is like a missed opportunity. Oh I think God, it was a good idea trivia. and a Holy bad execution. Um, here's my biggest problem with it. You know, I talked about the colors being wrong, but the mm -hmm. biggest thing they screwed up is the signature thing of beagles. Like the signature thing uh -huh. is their white tip tails. Their tails have a white tip. That is the thing that like that is like one of the primary things that set beagles apart from other dogs is as hunting dogs, they would chase the prey down and uh -huh. their tails would always stick up and they had a white tip at the end of their tails, which made it that breed way better for like locating the dog after it's got it, a like, white hunts tip down on its prey. head. But this is white. It's all white on the tail and the tip is the color. It's like. They, yeah. they screwed up. They made the whole thing white, and they made the color where, like, the tip is supposed to be. I don't know. They they got it wrong. It says wow. here in the they anime, Smiggle have been seen with different colored tipped tails. Well, but yeah, well, typically in the art, we don't see different variations. It, yeah, and, and when you do, it's... I My bigger point is the fact that they made the whole body white when the tip of the tail being white is supposed to be a differentiator. Man, for that shots species. fired from, from Chris Humes on uh, Smeeks. I'm just saying, if you're going to use a, a, a great breed of dog like a beagle, you just don't fuck it up. What's the tr what's the trivia, Tom? Uh, it's not great, if I'm really being honest. It just it's right. just like it's the only Pokemon capable of learning the same move more than four times. Um, okay. It is it's able to learn due to its signature move. Sketch, Are you having trouble reading? Uh, Forget it. Yeah, it's it's just not. It, there's just like a there's just like a, a lot of text that's similar right here. So I'm just trying to. Uh, it, due to its signature move, Sketches Miggle can legitimately know almost any move. Yeah. So that's cool, okay. I guess. Anyway, there's yeah. that. That's that. Thanks, it's a, it's thanks a, Tom. It's a copycat Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. I like it. Good enough. Do you? Yeah. Why not? What's on I like your the shirt? Idea. What's on your shirt, Tom? Is that from Doctor Who, or is that just a random Medusa is, uh, angel thing? This was our uh, Pride Day shirt at work um, oh, okay. at GMG. So I'm, I don't really know, if I'm being honest. It's just my kind of, like, lazy shirt. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. We've got... Um, Patreon.com forward slash unranked podcast. So, so keep in mind, 235, this ends at 252. One. 251, 251. Um, that means we're in the back. We're in the back 15. We're nearing it. Well, yeah, we're getting up to some legendary, some interesting. Right. And if not legendary, like a lot of like, shit. Yeah, cool Pokemon here. I think we got like Tyranitar coming up, right? Well, of course. Yeah, eventually. I think he Celebi, might be literally Ho. like. I feel like he may be second to last Tyranitar like, right before. Like Dragonite, like right before. So Celebi yeah. is Celebi? 251. So yeah, Celebi, Lugia, oh, Tyranitar line, which is three of them. Like half the Pokemon coming up are just beasts. It's gonna yeah. be dope. It's I'm excited for this. Uh, you guys want to get into it? Sure, would love to. So, uh, well, 
So the U.S. Open's been going on. Right? Oh, I saw this. I'm excited to hear about it. How was it? So, I mean, it's still going on. We're in the first week. Wait, sure. We're ending the second round tonight. A little Serena Williams, Andy Murray action going on. Um, it's been interesting without fans. I think definitely the players who are intimidated by such a large audience um, probably benefit from it a little bit. Um, other players who, I guess, feed off the crowd, you know, not so much benefiting from it. Um, the towels seem to be a big point of contention because the players are not used to getting their own towels and, you know, having to take time to do that. And you're so you're supposed to be playing on the server's time. So, you know, players are taking a longer time to get their towels. It's, it's a very stupid point of contention. Um, another stupid thing about it is that they're on the outer courts. They're using the Hawkeye live system, which is calling all the shots. Okay, what is what is Hawkeye? Because you guys are talking about Hawkeye, and I'm like, are you guys playing Avengers with Tom? I don't okay, know. Okay, so Hawkeye <laughs> is the computer system um, that uses cameras all around the court to determine where the ball is at all times. So okay. it can tell, it can track the ball and tell you uh, with, you know, supposed to be 100% accuracy if the ball that you hit was out or in. So you don't That's need sick. to use lines people anymore. That's which sick. is amazing. Um, yeah. And they used it during they the have Southern. That for every sport. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially for tennis, it's something that like sure is such an easy thing. You know where the lines are. The lines don't move. There's there's right. really you, the body is not the thing that's out or in. It's the ball. Yeah. The obstructions um, aren't really. It's just two people. Sure. Yeah. So it works great. Um, during the Southern and Western Open, before this, the week before, they were using it on every court, no lines people at all. Here at the U.S. Open, for some reason, they're using it, um, the Hawkeye Live, which is calls the shots immediately. Uh, they're using it on all the outer courts, but the inside courts, Louis Armstrong and Arthur Ashe, they're using lines people. And then you're allowed to challenge um, the call. Why? Is it just tradition? Uh, yeah, they're still stuck on this tradition thing. And I think the majority of play a high majority of players like the Hawkeye Live. I think it speeds up the game. It makes it more inter I think it makes it more interesting. We don't need to we don't need to challenge something that a computer can tell you sure. where it is. It's really stupid and the fact that they're they're trying to even like keep the lines people is just so dumb. Um so it's been weird without fans. I took the day off the day yesterday I'm taking uh I have off tomorrow too. Brittany and I uh made honey deuces, which is the drink that you get. Really Brittany made it, I didn't make it. But um, Honey Deuce is the drink you get at the U.S. Open, and it's uh, lemonade, vodka, raspberry liqueur, and some honeydew melon. Wow. I would drink that 100%. It was good. It's delicious. It was good. They were expensive last year when we got them, but they were worth it. Yeah. They're that cheap as hell in, in Casa Marinello. <laughs> <laughs> cheap here. So, yeah. Um, other than that, it's fun. It's still enjoyable to watch. It's just weird when you have, like, match point and the player wins and there's no like screaming yeah yeah of course it's right yeah but other than that um you know i've been having a good week here nothing crazy finished my richard the lionheart book i know you guys are all waited with bated breath for that and i'm on to part three of world war ii so early jumping around and then of course uh our book club uh fright. oh yeah <laughs> i always said fright night night shift uh i mean it's supposed to be 
book club scary. Uh, is starting middle of the month. And what's interesting about this is uh, I haven't gotten around to reading it, but you asked me what's the first book in your copy, I guess, just to check to make sure that there wasn't any yep. difference between our yep. copies. And it's uh, Jerusalem's Lot. So I'm guessing Salem's Lot is yes. an extended version of this. Yes. But wasn't Salem's Lot like his first book? I don't think so. Did, so did like this come out before any I thought of his? Carrie was his or? first was his first book. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to do so. We're gonna have to. Do, we'll do an intro. We're, we'll, we'll we'll save it for the Patreon. Yeah, we'll Patreon save for the intro. We'll save we'll save for the intro for the for the Stephen King shit. Um, yeah. But I did ask you which one was your first because I I read Night Shift like twenty like maybe 15, 20 years ago, and I don't remember Jerusalem's Lot being the first. So I just want to make sure that you and I had the same copy. Situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. same situation. Um, Very good. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm excited for that. Excited for to you know to be doing one story every two weeks. How many stories are there? Fun. What? Twenty. Huh? How many stories are there? I'm actually not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Off the top of the old noggin. Yeah. Sounds like something that would be good for an audiobook. Yes. Yeah. I would think that this would be a good audiobook if you wanted to listen along. So yeah. So if everyone wants, if anybody wants to, uh, how is it? How can they listen to it, Tom? Patreon.com forward slash unranked podcast. It is only at the dollar tier, so you're not even having to. Yeah, it looks like there's like 20, a little less than 20 stories, maybe 15. Uh, yeah, so it's only the dollar tier, so it's not even, you know, a, a huge investment. Um, we do uh, actually will have an upcoming episode. We had uh, Wolf's Law on the Discord uh, sub at the Mastable level. On the Patreon, so oh, right. there will be a bonus episode sometime this month, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. with him. So that's that's something to look forward to as well for regular people who don't uh, want to sub to the Patreon. Alex, just as a as a tennis person, what do you think about this uh, Dojovic guy? Djokovic? His, uh, yeah, his whole uh, I've never heard anyone say it. Uh, uh-huh. His whole men's only league thing that he wants to get going. I I haven't really looked into it. I know that he wanted to start, like he wanted to leave the ATP, I think, and start mm-hmm. his own uh, with like Isner and someone else, their own association. I don't I don't know the I don't know the ins and outs, so I don't yeah, want to. It's from what I saw, Federer and Nadal were like, "Get out of here with this Garbo," and apparently oh, really? it's like supposed to be men's only. Like he's like he's like no women allowed, kind of a like. <laughs> Why? Well, I guess I'll look I don't know. it up. It sounds like maybe he's maybe a Garbo we'll guy. Yeah. You you, well, you report back. Let me know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you report back. Is he back a Garbo guy? He, I think he's he's not as well liked as Nadal and Federer are. Um, but no, he's arguably go. on his way to becoming the best tennis player ever. So, tennis is best ever. Yeah, he's he's he is one oh, is it one or two? He's one or two grand slams behind Nadal. Which would make him, I think, two or three Grand Slams behind Federer, and he is younger than both of them, so he'll wow. arguably have more time. And he's playing in the U.S. Open, and Nadal and Federer opted out of the U.S. Open. Sure. So, and and Federer hasn't. Really so there's won no a ton. competition for him then. The way that I would say, the way that I think that it is right now is Djokovic is the number one player, hands down, and I think there's a gap between him and the person I consider to be the number two. Uh, Medvedev, and then there's a huge gap, I th- in my opinion, between Medvedev and the rest of the field. Wow. 
Like oh, Djokovic with who's is available like the top, right now. I got you. Yeah, like Djokovic is the top one of the top one percent of all, and there's a big gap. I just think there's a huge gap between him and everyone else. We need to redistribute the uh, tennis talent. Yeah. Whereas I would, I would say the women's field <laughs> is a lot more open. The women's field, like Serena's amazing and everything, but like there's not one women's player that I can point yeah. to that's like. I would that imagine the Williams. I would imagine everything. Serena, like as she's getting old, like older too, like. Like at what point do you start to age out of tennis? Well, Phil used to be early thirties. Fed, Federer has been playing this game yeah. for nearly twenty years and been yeah. unstoppable. That's like LeBron James is like he's thirty-five. It's like like I don't feel old as a thirty-five-year-old. Like there's no. so like, but at the same time, it's like well, he can't have a lot of time left. It's like that's crazy. Well, well how old was jo- Jordan? Was in his late thirties when he stopped playing basketball, right? Late thirties. Yeah. You're gonna have to look it up. I'm. I'm yeah, I don't, I don't have internet available. I mean, me. the other thing is he stopped twice. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't. Know I will he say came though, they back won't... after um, he left the second time. Well, that's because when he came yeah. back the third time, it wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they 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 won't shut up about Serena being old, though. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. she's going to be 39 later this month. She's going to be 39 later this oh, month. Oh, that, like, that is older, though, for for an uh, athlete. I, I yes. thought she was older than that, yeah. though, if I'm really being honest. I mean, who cares? Sister, if you're winning, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but Venus is older, and she played. She lost yeah. first round, but yeah. she played. She's in it. Whatever, as, as long as you're, you know, t- fucking Tom Brady's old as fuck, too. Yeah. Tom Brady is Federer is old. Federer is, I mean, old. Yeah. Late, you know, Federer is late 30s. Uh, Nadal is two years older than us. Jordan, Jordan. If you're in esports and you're like 25, you're, you're aged out. <laughs> yeah. That's well, the funny true. thing, you know, it, it's interesting. The funny thing is, is Djokovic is our age and, and Murray too. He, he was, you know, he was part of the big four. And it's interesting that like the best players are in their 30s, whereas the best players really used to like in their 20s. And now. Yeah. Like once these three Nadal, Federer, Djokovic go, fields wide open, baby. Yeah, I think happens. I think there's something to to modern exercise science. We've just learned a lot more Probably. about recuperation and everything. That's why people are playing better longer now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, speaking of recuperation, boy, I hope it gets here soon. But I do. I have. I ha- so I have two purchases to talk about this. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So so um. I'm not really going to talk about it here on the podcast, but I had a pretty rough week this last week. So I bought myself this extremely irresponsible purchase of a weighted blanket. I don't and think that's that irresponsible. It's a very expensive weighted blanket. Oh, you expect how? Uh, well, I want to uh, ask you how well, much it is, but if you look at it, you'll see it doesn't look like the other weighted blankets. It's right. not like filled with like sand or beads or something like that, which is why yeah. it's extremely comfortable. In it looks fact, like a net. all of well, it's it's braided. It's like it's a it's like hand woven, and okay. the parts that it, it's twenty five pounds. It's so heavy to pick this up. Um, <laughs> but it's these like really thick braids of uh, tensile, which is the like Under Armour kind of material. So it's like cooling as well. So it's a cooling weighted blanket, and it's the most comfortable thing. It's uh, from Barabi. It's amazing. Barabi? I love it. Yeah, it's so good. They have two. They have a normal one that's cotton, which, it, because it's breathable, it's not going to get too hot. But this one's also cooling, the Tencel one. Um, it's heavy. You put this thing on, and you're like, well, I'm on the couch now. That's it. Wow. <laughs> like, I hope I don't need okay. anything. <laughs> but it's incredible. And, like, I spent a lot of time Googling 
for weighted blankets. And when I came across this on a bunch of lists, they were like, they were, they were like, this is probably the nicest version of a weighted blanket. That but you is get. it comfy? Like, oh, is it's it so comfortable? Okay, but it has. Yeah. It looks like it has pretty sizable holes. Uh, well, no, it's stretchy. Like it, it goes back. All right. Have you never had a, a blanket that's that's woven? Have you never had? A yeah, woven I've had a blanket? woven blanket, but that one just looks. Well, it's stretchy, so like you can you can you can stretch yeah. it, but also it it retracts. So right. no, it's it's very comfy, especially because right. of the weight. Like you just it it just kind of snugs you. Um, okay. But then the other thing is, have you guys seen? You probably see. So I think this is something I've noticed recently. People are getting ads for things that I've bought that I'm friends with. <laughs> so like, if oh you start seeing God. ads for stuff, it's probably because like I bought that stupid thing on instagram or whatever um but uh have you seen the theragun the what oh the thing that you the massaging the, thing the massaging oh my thing. god oh jesus so i've heard from like too many people now that this thing is incredible and my back has been killing me because i'm so out of shape and i gained so much weight during quarantine so i'm like instead of exercising which i'm going to do in the meantime, I'm going to get the Theragun, which is arriving today, and I'm so excited for it. I've heard from so many people, though, that this thing is unbelievable. I didn't get, like, the Mac Daddy one, which is, like, 600 bucks. I got the mm -hmm. new one that they came out with, which is the Mini, so it's much smaller. Um, but it's basically, it, it's like a big silicone kind of massager, and mm -hmm. it, it basically, like, it just moves up and down, almost like, like, it, like you know, if you were getting a massage, like, someone would be, like, hitting you, but it does it at like 2600 like rpm so mm -hmm. like in a minute it does that 2600 right. times so like when you're looking at it on a camera like someone put it up at the full speed and it almost doesn't look like it's moving wow because it's just going so fast like i'm so excited for it because my bag has been killing me partially just because i still don't have everything totally set up yet um to work so uh like the table I'm at isn't like the right height. So I'm like crouching over, even with my chair, it doesn't matter. I have to crouch over to like use my computer every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my lower back's been killing me. So I'm very excited for this thing. Those are basically like my two major updates for this last week as far as my purchases go. Uh, I haven't done really, uh, <laughs> I haven't done anything. We rewatched all of the Oceans films. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Like Brooke was like, on HBO Max and was just trying to find something that she could like work on her iPad and watch in the background. And I was like, you're going to love Ocean's Eleven because it was like un under the recommended. So it was right there. And then we sat down to fucking watch it. And then the next night it was like, you want to watch Ocean's 12? And then last night it was like, let's watch Ocean's 13. So yeah, right, man. So which, which one's your favorite? I think 11 is still the best, but 13 is like 13 kind of perfects the formula uh i think a little bit and i think 12 is good still but i was talking about this on twitter it tries to subvert the heist um if if you haven't seen 12 or don't remember they have to basically whoa, the guy, whoa spoiler alert the i guy, saw this movie with you in theaters <laughs> no, I know. I'm talking about for everyone else. I'm not i'm not going to go into great detail but they they basically have to Why not great for Tom? I was going to make that joke. Yeah. They have to basically pay back the guy that they stole from in the first film who finds out who they are. And it is meant yeah. to be like a cat and mouse game between them and another thief who yeah. 
is meant to be like the best thief in the world. And so yes. there isn't actually like a heist to speak of. The heist plays such a small role in the film. Yes. And it's kind of clear, I think, that Steven Soderbergh, the director of the film, realized that that's what made the movie special. Because in Ocean's 13, literally three minutes of like introduction occurs and they're already planning the heist. Like they just like go yeah. right into it. So um, 11's the best, 13's close and then 12 is fun like it's still a good movie but it's definitely yeah. the weakest uh, i found 12 i thought to be the funniest one. Oh, it's the funniest i would agree that it's the funniest 12 is well, the i don't know if these are supposed to, to be comedy to me and to chris apparently but i think it's i think it's definitely the most um i i think because it like takes place in europe and like there are all these kind of like weird uh, side characters, and then obviously the Night Fox, yeah, the, but, the massive. Yeah, in 12, though, there's that one scene that I fucking love where they're planning what to do about the 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 guy, the agoraphobic guy who never leaves his house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we do the Schumann special. And then, like, Ahab with a piggyback, and Matt Damon is like, that's not a thing. And then they're like, who's on the $100 <laughs> bill? And they were like, Adams. <laughs> like, like uh, it's just, there's so many little lines in 12 that I, like, Hilarious. Yeah, they're definitely Love poking it. fun at like all the jargon of the first movie a lot. Yeah, they're poking yeah. fun at all that shit. Yeah. It's hysterical. The, the fact that they do the whole ridiculous thing with you know, um, what's Julie Roberts playing herself. Yeah, she's yeah. playing herself in that movie. Like that stuff is pretty. Or, good. or or when I mean they're making fun of Bruce Willis for for um, the fuck was that movie? The one with Haley Joel Osment. Oh, six cents. Oh, six cents. Oh, six cents. And they're everyone's like, I do. When he when she didn't talk to you in the restaurant, yeah, I do. And then and or they're like, um, you know, those those uh, statues on the shelf are getting pretty dusty. You know what I mean, Bruce? And Bruce is like, no, no, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Uh, I I want to say, and I understand, like people don't usually lump them in, but. Technically speaking, it should be lumped in. Ocean's Eight is pretty fucking solid. Yeah, Ocean's Eight. I don't is know good. why that movie gets hate. I actually think it's pretty good. People are misogynistic, Chris. That's really honestly what it comes down to. I think it it hits all of the same marks, and it's connected to the story, and it's kind of got like a little bit of all of the original Ocean's. Like it's got a touch of the twelve stuff in it. It's touch definitely of got the like twelve. It's well, got a little touch because, of the twelve. Because of what they do with you know and that thir- character and everything. Sprinkle that thirteen on there. Yeah. You know, um, what, was Oceans the, what, abroad, was the, I freak, what was the premise of that one? Uh, it's, they're stealing this diamond necklace from some mm. art thing. I honestly can't yeah, remember. Right. And it was, and, I, I and think Sandra Bullock plays it. the sister. Sandra so Bullock, Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway is, isn't it? Yeah. Anne Hathaway is playing herself, which is like the thing that's interesting about it. Right. Right. And right. that's sort of like where they do the thing that's in Ocean's 12 because right. she ends up kind of being involved but like the the heist they're trying to steal it from her she's got this like right ludicrously expensive like it's got like the hope diamond or something on it was there a um, reason why it was called oceans eight because well, eight, eight of them yeah no i know but why did they decide on eight people like was that like did they not want to have 14 people like or is uh, there a significance my there guess, like my guess is yeah. they were going to do nine and ten if it did well uh that's my guess. Pretty clever. That's that's a very that's, that's Star Wars uh, level that's shit. A great, there, yeah, that, that's that like a George good Lucas being like, you know what? We're gonna yeah. start with Episode Four. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's the only thing that made sense to me is other than like they wrote the story and they only needed eight characters. But they only needed eight characters. Right. It fits too well. 
Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good. Nine, why didn't, I, was I mean, I know you want to say misogyny, but besides that, is there any other reason why it didn't do well or, or no? I don't, I don't know. Like, I really well, think I it's, think... it's like almost just as good as those other, I think it's just as good as 12. I like, think... I don't know why it didn't I, do better. I think that, uh, the all women reboot of Ghostbusters just yeah. really yeah, soured people's ideas to let's take something and just put women in it which i don't right. think it, i think there's that's a misogynistic idea inherently as yeah. well like that's yeah. a problematic idea but i think that ghostbusters got so much backlash um for, was it bad i didn't see it was it bad? i didn't see it either oh, people okay. that i knew that sort of were like yeah it's fun which is kind of the way I'd say Ocean's 8 was. But I also don't think that, like, the Ocean's movies were, like, crazy popular. You know, like, Ghostbusters is, like, a franchise that a lot of people have touchstones yeah, to. Right. There's been Maybe. But see, that's the interesting and, thing is, like, uh, I, I kind of love Ghostbusters, but I also kind of acknowledge that they're not, like, the first movie's kind of great, but also, like, they are real cheesy and kind of don't make any sense. Yeah, like people have made those films yeah. like sacrosanct for some reason, and like let's let's calm down. It's Ghostbusters, right? And I'm not saying that the, I'm not saying that Ghostbusters deserves the place in history that it's gotten over, say, Oceans. But I just think that like not only did the all women reboot of Ghostbusters just yeah, tank it does for feel tied to it, it in in that place and time. Yeah. It feels tied to Oceans Eight. You're right. Um, there there was like a negative overflow from Ghostbusters mm, into Oceans because they were not. It was not that long after the Oceans Eight. Oceans it Eight must not. have been the year after or the or like maybe even two years after. Yeah, no, you're right. It, like I good. I kind of I kind of think about both when you say that. Yeah, now. they're a package yeah. deal. Yeah. What's, what's um, happening there, Tuna? Um. Uh, I'm well, <laughs> while he can't speak, I just want to before we get too far away, Tom. I believe in the past you took a shot at Steven Soderbergh, but now you're watching oh, yeah. the Ocean's movies. Oh, oh I, I think that... Um, Why did you take a shot at Steve? Because I brought up Contagion, which I rewatched with Therese recently, uh, and she had never seen it. So I, I, I'm not the world's biggest Steven Soderbergh fan. The only films that I've yeah. seen by him that I enjoy are literally the Three Oceans films and Magic Mike, the first one. I, mm. I really do not like a lot of his work. And I think the reason that I like it, his style works for the Oceans films, if you pay attention to the way Steven Soderbergh shoots, it's a lot of one shots that just simply pan or zoom in slowly. And like the camera is just like completely kind of still. There's, there's not a lot of movement in his frames, which for something like Oceans is actually really great because with, with trying to understand the heist, having it be one continuous shot where it's like, okay, George Clooney's over here. Now we're panning down and Matt Damon's here doing something. And but yeah. you can see Bernie Mac in the background and we're going to zoom to him. You have I a think, sense of space. Right. That there's, that there's context given to what everyone's doing through the visuals. And I just think like his style really fit like the heist element. And then for some reason, I think magic Mike is just like really good, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, most of it, have you seen the movie Haywire? That movie is oh my god! Yeah. That movie well, is so, so bad. The reason I bring it up is have have you seen Contagion since we've been in this pandemic? Not have since you I've been in this pandemic. No, you should rewatch it because it's incredible how much of it. Like it's obvious, like Contagion, it is more deadly and significantly more viral, mm. and also the timeline of events is faster. But otherwise, like 
the social distancing, the start to like break down and like civil unrest, like all of those things right. were like, wow, like this is like a lot closer it. to reality than I yeah, would have guessed. If, if it was. COVID was just deadlier and more uh-huh. contagious, it would it would have been would have been yeah a beat. Yeah, it was actually like kind of like freaky to watch that. And the the actual freaky thing about it, and why I think you should watch it, is they go through the whole process. So they get to the point where they have the vaccines and then the distribution of the vaccines. And then watching that, I'm like, it made me realize like, I know, and I've been saying this for a while. Like, I know we're still basically in this for another year at this point, but seeing them like get to that part and you realize like, Oh, they're not even halfway through this yet. (laughs) And they're way ahead of us. I'm like, fuck, we have so far to, we haven't even started that crazy process. And that's going to be insane. That's going to be an insane process. Yeah, I, to get imagine if this was. Imagine if this was just as contagious, but more deadly. It would be. It would. It would be very bad. Yeah, this would and be that's insane. Basically, you, honestly, I, I recommend you check it out just out of like a intellectual curiosity because I believe I've read a lot of things who have said like, yes, of course, this isn't representative of what COVID is, but like. Yeah. The, they got a lot of the science of like how things would work during a pandemic accurate and it's obvious based on like they start doing social distancing everyone is wearing masks they start like I how wonder. we're gonna start giving things out like those things all happen in the movie you know and this was in this was eight years ago it wasn't like they made this in the last year i wonder we don't have to dwell on this too much but do you think that if covid was deadlier and more people were dying from it that we'd actually respond to it better do you think that the fact that people get it and only a handful not a i don't want to say a handful but you you kind of need a pre-existing condition to really suffer from it and a lot of its side that's not even true either no it's not true but it's not like you get it and you're dead it's a death sentence right if it was something like that sinclair media ran away with that shit when it was uh pre-existing conditions but like yeah 80 of adults have pre i have a pre-existing condition yeah. Where it does we yeah. all basically yeah. do so it's really stupid if you're overweight you have a pre-existing condition right I'm, it's I'm not, very I'm not, dumb i'm not saying that it's i it's, think tom tom to answer your question i think that if it was killing kids in the same way that it was killing adults i think you'd have a, a response that would be better than what we could better do. yeah but at this point i think things are just too divided also for well, people now to, yeah people but, if, it, but if it was other. killing kids in the very beginning and everyone knew it was killing kids in the beginning sure I think you would have had a much better response to this than what happened. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Kids. Everyone. uh, You you go a little extra for the kids. You say that, but they're like trying to send all the kids back to school. school. Like, that's the thing. I know. They are sending kids back to school. They might not die, but they they might end up with diabetes and asthma and all these other terrible things. It's not an immediate, because it's not an immediate result. Sure. You're not getting an immediate Yeah, I suppose if it was terrible enough as it is in contagion, people wouldn't be able to. Yeah, 100%. If it was killing kids, you would not be sending them back to school. Right. Which, you wouldn't be. boy, that is that is a dire thing for us to be like, well, things have to be at the absolute worst, bottom of the barrel, like, make or break situation but that's for people his, to, but like, that's, do the right thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, you know, that's to Tom's question. That's pretty, I think that's the, yeah. you know. Yeah, I actually think I might agree with that, too. Yeah. I think that's probably So, true. interestingly, not, yeah, not to uh, go back to what we were talking about, but the director of Ghostbusters, the, the all-female version. He was a camp counselor in the movie Heavyweights. Paul Feig. Yeah. You remember that movie? Heavyweights? Anybody? Bueller? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen what it. is it? Are you kidding me? It's like one of the best movies from my childhood. Uh, it might have been before your time, Tom. You might have been born like when this movie came out. It's with Ben Stiller. He takes over a camp for, for fatties. 
and he tries to get them in shape. <laughs> and it's just the verbiage of the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. It's, it is it is so funny to see like Ben it's just it's Did you watch dodgeball. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just it's it's uh, in my in mind because yeah. there's this awesome scene at the end where they're go karting and it's like off road go karting. I've never seen this. And the, what? Yeah, I, I have no recollection of this. Heavyweights, dude, and they have the best thing. <laughs> you, I mean, you keep saying it; it doesn't mean anything. Though. Heavyweights. It's a camp. It was a camp for. It was a camp for fatties, overweight kids. For yeah. It was a camp for overweight kids, oh and basically God. you would go to lose weight, but you wouldn't, right? And it was run by Ben Stiller's parents, and they were all like very nice and you know whatever. But all the kids would eat junk food and have you know amazing junk food parties. But then Ben Stiller buys the camp and he's like a fitness guru guy and he tries to whip them into shape and he basically turns it into like, you know, a, a, a boot camp. And the kids are like, this sucks. We want to eat our junk food again. And then they face off at the end against like a, a fit camp, another camp. And there's a go-kart race and awesome things happen. I'll, I should watch. I'll watch this movie. It probably it's not the greatest movie in the world, but today, it's fun. But I'll watch this movie. <laughs> it's fun. I'm not making um, promises. Look, we're 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 like an hour into this. And we haven't talked about video games, but I do need to say: Is anyone oh. else watching Lovecraft Country? Because that no. show is unbelievable. I no. will probably because I've heard the internet's have been a buzz. The first two episodes are pretty good, but this last episode, uh, oh my god! And um, Journey Smollett. By the way, I didn't realize who she was. Like, I'm watching this show, and I'm just—it's uh, the main. Is she related the to show. the other Smollett? She is, Probably. but that's not—that's not why I recognize her. I'm watching the show, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, how do I recognize her? Like, I can't. And so then I go to her IMDb page. When I was a kid, I had the biggest crush on Journey Smollett. She was Michelle Tanner's best friend on Full House for that whole series. Oh wow! Yeah. So she's been yeah. around. She's been around forever. I had no Has idea. Has she been around? I, I was Did just she like, take a little hiatus? Uh, no, she was on like True Blood and like all these other things oh. that like I just didn't watch. Yeah, mm. I, I only know her from Birds of Prey. I don't even know what that yeah. is. The Harley Quinn movie that came out right before COVID. No, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, she plays Black Oh, Mockingbird. Have you guys yeah. seen The Americans? Brittany and I started watching that. Pretty good. No, but I've heard great things, so I plan Pretty on good. watching it. Yeah, pretty I, solid. I definitely plan. That is in that camp of shows that I hear great things about, and I will get to it maybe at one point. Yeah. Well, Brittany and I are getting to it now. Killing is in there as well. And the hands made tail is in there as well. It's fucking 9 o'clock. She's taking a shower. All right. Um, are we going to talk about? about games? Yeah, let's talk about games. Sure, if you um, want. I mean, do, do, did anyone play anything other than Fall Guys? Tom, I know you're playing Avengers. Should Tom, should I be getting Avengers? If you want to play just the single player and have zero interest in the multiplayer, no. If you are open to the multiplayer, yes, because the campaign is very good. Um, it is more like the Tomb Raider games than I thought it would be to say that it is very well written and the action set pieces, what? Well, I feel like you just contradicted yourself unless I'm missing something. The new Tomb Raider games are good. No, I'm what, saying what I'm that that you said if you want to play the single player, don't get it. But the campaign oh. is good. What I, I mean is, is, it's that, like a Destiny campaign. 
what what I mean is is that there are so many elements of the multiplayer that are shoved into the single player that the detractors of the single player are these multiplayer elements. So unless you want, right. unless you are open to committing to getting, you know, getting gear and leveling up and talking to faction vendors and getting faction rewards and, you know, because very early on in the game, it's very focused on Kamala Khan, who is the, the, the antagonist who brings the heroes back together. And it's all amazingly well done cutscenes with incredible motion capture and voice performances. And then as you start assembling the team, it's like, okay, now here's the multiplayer stuff, which I'm not saying is bad, but it's, it's, it starts being like all the Avengers are sat around a table and Jarvis is telling them the next mission before they go on it. And so it just kind of is like, Oh, I just wanted more of those very focused, single player missions which it comes back to at the end as you near the final missions so the story is great but it is only like 10 hours and there's a lot of the multiplayer elements up that are a part of that 10 hours sure so i don't think it's worth buying right now if you're just invested in the story um that's but, what I was thinking. Is I'm wondering if this is a game I should be buying in a year after a year of updates and like the next big because it seems like Marvel Destiny. It seems like EA is probably definitely going to just kill Anthem now that they have something that is just going to be EA Destiny. Um, but I also read I read about like the season passes. Like you have to buy them per character, and they're like ten dollars per character. So it's you get two passes per additional character. One is a progression-based p- battle pass, and it's all cosmetics. It's not any of the gear or anything like sure. that. Sure. But if you complete the base uh, character pass that is all through gameplay, you get enough credits to unlock the premium. And it doesn't go away. It's never timed. So you, ha- you don't have like a month or, you know, like in any of the battle royales where it's like you have 45 days to complete the battle pass. Like in Call of Duty, if you complete a battle pass, you get enough credits to buy the next one, but it is like a sixty-day thing where you have to complete it within that sixty days. So, so if I got it, if I if you got one, you could theoretically do well enough to unlock all of the others. Correct. The game at no point will lock any anything, including cosmetics, behind a paywall. There will always be mm. a way to get cosmetics through gameplay, but. Ow some of them are going to be a lot of gameplay to get to, right? Sure. Like they're, they are incentivizing you to spend money. But yeah, um, all of the premium tiers on the main heroes in the game currently are unlocked from the get-go. So you can unlock stuff in the regular battle pass and the premium. And then, yes, with future heroes, if you want to just buy it, it's 10, it's 10 bucks. But you will accrue enough points to unlock it. I got to tell you, I don't like this future where video games, I need like a spreadsheet <laughs> to be like, all right, cool. How do, how do I get this Iron Man costume? It's like, okay, well, let's let's pull up the graph. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> how would you like to acquire the Iron Man <laughs> Mark uh, 5? Uh, Tom, have, do you, have you played or have you heard of this Crusaders 3 that I keep seeing on the internet? Oh. I, I, I haven't played any Crusaders game, um, but I, oh, I know that they're very well revered, and uh, I right. know that the third one's meant to be incredible. Um, incredible? I, I mean, incredible. I gave it a 10. A lot of places gave it a 10 out of 10. Wow. Um, really? 
Yeah. But I can't mm-hmm. get it because I don't have a PC. It's a PC-only thing. Oh, um, you have to get a PC? Speaking of PC-only RTSs, the other RTS I played was Iron, ha- uh, Iron Harvest. That's the other game I've played this week. It is uh, being published by Deep Silver. It is based, if you've heard of the tabletop game Scythe, it is no. uh, based on the artwork of the artist who did all the art for that, and it's like meant to be kind of tied in and set in the same universe. It's set in early, and it's, you'd like this sooner, it's set in early 20th century Europe in an alternate history where like steampunk is a thing. So okay. you've got, you've got, you know, like uh, all of the science and technology from that era, but there are like mechs that are like powered by diesel and stuff like that. So everything is yeah. kind of very steampunky. And, well, uh, see, that's why I thought I was going to be interested in Crusaders 3. Everyone was talking about it. And I was like, oh, this mm. seems like right up my alley. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, PC. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe you just got to, you know, get a, get a rig. You know what I'm saying? Oh, get For a rig. Game. Yeah. I might, uh, I might, the, the uh, NVIDIA just announced new graphics cards. You're not. You're not going to. Tudor's not going to get a PC rig? No, no, I'm saying you're not going to upgrade no, he's, he's talking your to graphics card. Um, the 30... there's no reason for you to upgrade your graphics. So card. the 3080, uh, the internet would make you believe. So the 3080 is, I think, 699, and I could get like 400 bucks for my current. So it's kind of like that thing of like, is it worth it now for the minimal amount of money to upgrade? And it it is. I mean, it's a big leap between the two. I'm not saying that I'm going to buy one, but I'm not saying that I'm not either. Sure. <laughs> I'm not getting the 3090, the thing that plays 8K, 60, I'm, for 1500 bucks. I'm not. But with the 3080 being only 700 we'll see. I might just wait till next year. You should, you should get a better, a stronger CPU first. Uh, I have a pretty, um, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway. Um, yeah. So anyway, Iron Harvest, uh, it's good. The, the campaign's enjoyable. Uh, it's all centered kind of around this uh, young young girl who's been caught up in this war. It's 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 set after World War One, uh, and kind of is like well, just like in real history, World War One leads right into the shit. You know, sets up what happens in, for World War Two, but the the conflicts and the countries are all fictional, and then obviously there's like mechs involved, so it's not super accurate. Mm-hmm. But um, it looks amazing. It has these amazing real-time physics. Uh, if you go to our YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast, I have a, a video review and an Avengers video review for the campaign will also be up by the time this episode is out. Uh, so you can go get my details on both of those there. But you can see the real-time physics where it's like, I'll send a mech to do something and it will just like charge through a building and then suddenly the cover for the enemy is comp- like they're wide open. Um, so there's, there's cool elements like that. Um, but the content is limited after the campaign. There aren't a ton of maps or uh, options for challenge obde- objectives. So that there's not a wealth of like post-game, which is weird for an RTS. And um, something that more experienced RTS users have been saying that I didn't necessarily feel is like the, the, the combat just isn't as tight as Company of Heroes, which the game is based after. So it's all about flanking and getting behind cover which was very revolutionary when company of heroes came out in 2006 um but i did have things where it was like okay i'm taking cover and i'm shooting at an enemy and instead of them taking cover they're just kind of like standing there (laughs) like taking hits and stuff so um more experienced rts people seem to be more down on it 
but as someone who is just like a casual RTS fan, I, I dug it. Um, yeah, dug and that's it, what huh? I've been that's what I've been playing. Yeah, I, I I'd say um, I'd say maybe wait for them to bundle it with like DLC in the future because it's fifty bucks and I don't think there's mm. a ton of content. But once like in a year's time when it's like okay we're selling it for fifty bucks, but now it's got all of the DLC that they have planned, I'd say pick it up then. So maybe in a year's time, pick up Avengers and Iron Harvest. I don't, I don't think I will, but you did make it sound <laughs> compelling for people like our, I, I just honestly think I don't really get into RTS games anymore. Mm. I was like into them when I was younger. I loved like Rise of Nations and like I did Civ for a little bit. Um, ooh, Red Alert 2, Yuri's Revenge. Very good. Very good. But those games were like way less complex and way less deep. And it was like easier. It was like more arcadey. And now like these games, they offer so much that it's it's uh, too much of a learning curve investment for me. But it's cool for people like RTS stuff. It does sound very good. It's exciting. How many times do you think you'll go back to it? I'm not. I, I beat the campaign. I don't have any interest. That's it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Pass that. So I'm assuming now you want to talk about Fall Guys. But I'm wondering what about Fall Guys you want to talk about that we haven't already talked about. Uh, no, I don't really. I mean, if you want to hear what I think currently about Fall Guys, you can go listen to Crown Club. Actually, here's what I'll say. Go to the Apple Podcast app, open Crown Club, leave a review, write one if you can. It takes you like 10 seconds. It'd be very helpful. Uh, Tom is going to be hosting it for me what? next week while I'm out of town. Thank you very much, Tom, for that. Um, but I, I, the reason I'm saying that is partially because like, I could talk about Fall Guys for another like hour, no problem. So it's like if you want me to start talking what about Fall Guys, hour, no problem. What, what last episode what was like forty five minutes? All right, yeah, but tell me, okay, give me two things right now. Uh, well, uh, give me one thing well, that you want to say mean, that that we haven't already talked about. Well, I mean, so like in the last week, it's yeah. definitely the big Yetus stuff is probably the biggest update that's coming right now to Fall Guys that they just announced. Okay, so big Yetus is. is like, well, you didn't talk about it on the last episode, obviously, because it happened. No. Two days ago, uh, yeah, so, so Big Eat. I was going to save this for the news section. So Big oh, Eat. I mean, right. well, yeah. Let's you know. What, let's let's. Uh, All right, fuck it. Hit 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 news. Hit news. <laughs> news. So Big Eatus has been announced for Fall Guys. It they have not claimed this to be a season two modifier. It does seem like it is coming soon. They just haven't given a date. They have created an official. Big Yetus Twitter account for it, which is just spamming RT if you want Big Yetus and stuff like that, but not really doing anything else. Um, But Big Yetus is a giant hammer that's going to randomly spawn on different maps while you're playing, and it is, they say, neither friend or foe, because it can either screw you up, or you can use it as, like, a bonus. There's very clear ways. I already use this on the tail tag map um, when you're playing the solo tail tag race, and you want to get away from your enemies, you hop in front of the hammer that is swinging uh, vertically, and you just sort of dive down in front of it right as it comes around its arc. It's about to come upwards, and it will launch you to the other side of the map. BG is going to do the same thing, but on a much grander scale because it's a giant hammer. But the Mm -hmm. weird thing that they teased in it isn't just the hammer. It's at the end of the clip is also there's falling fruit at the end of Dizzy Heights, which right now there isn't falling fruit. There's the falling rocks. And so, like, mm-hmm. this is something that goes back to, Tom, I think the first episode that we did of Crown Club where we were talking about, like, well, the number one thing they need to do, and hopefully they can do it before the next season, is just modifiers. Even if they make it, like, a week-long event, 
of changing up the course by doing weather effects or throwing random things in or just moving objects around, it would just change the way everyone is playing it momentarily, and that changes everything. Because now all the courses are at a point where there are perfect runs. Like in the last episode I went over, I will give you the path if you want to take the perfect run on Fall Mountain. If you want to get to the top of Fall Mountain without falling or stumbling or getting hit by anything in the fastest amount of time possible, I give you the walkthrough on that. Like they basically have that at this point for every map. And so now people are all kind of going the same way. And so now it's becoming a much more aggressive game. So it's perfect. It's perfect timing for them to be like, okay, cool. You guys figured out the maps. Well, we have new ones coming in about a month. But until then, we're going to screw with all of your paths. And we're going to throw big hammers in. We're going to change up the uh, cannonballs. We're going to throw in fruit. And there's probably going to end up being other surprises, too, considering they didn't say anything about the fruit. They just kind of teased it by keeping it in the clip. I'm very excited for it. It looks awesome. Yeah, I think I think that they I, I also love the fact that it's playing into the whole kind of meme aspect of the of the Twitter and everything, like by calling a big Yidus and <laughs> yeah. they just like dropped it in a tweet and they're like, people don't believe us, and like they're just showing Slack messages between the team where it's like the the Oliver, the the Twitter guy is uh, the social media manager is like going to Joe, the, the lead developer, and he's like, hey, Joe, can you just, like, tell people that it exists because people don't believe it? And Joe's like, oh, yeah, I got hit by the big Yidus hard. So, yeah, I think I think that, um, I mean, the, the game is just continuing to kill it on every yeah. front. And I, what you just described is, I think, why the game is so fun and it's going to continue to be so fun. I mean, their Discord is directly where they're taking feedback to make the game better and to add the things that people want. Like, they have a submission and a voting form for it, and it's being directly sent to the devs. And, like, the fact that, like, they're all young, like, there's a bunch of young people working on this game who love it or are having fun. It's not, like, a bigger corporate structure like Fortnite. It makes them, at least at this phase and probably for the next year, while they're still smaller and nimble, they're able to just, like, still be, like, Yo, this is a goofy idea I saw on Twitter. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do it. Like, like that's funny. when they made the joke of if if this if this tweet gets like a million likes or something, we'll delete Yellow Team. That was amazing. And then they had this whole back and forth where it was like, do we actually do it? And I'm sure if it had, they would have been like, fuck it, we'll just change the color to pink or whatever, you right. know, or make it gold team. Yeah, make it shiny. Just, just make it a little shiny. It's it. gold That'd team. Be yeah. <laughs> It'd be so right. good. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, and I hope, and I, I'm with you, Chris, in the sense of like, eventually someone's gonna come out and buy them, and then it's gonna ruin it because they have to worry about the image of a bigger corporate entity, and that's gonna suck when that yeah. day comes. And I just hope that that day is way further in the future. I agree. But I mean, God, people must be foaming at the mouth to buy them now. There are you know going to be, I mean? when do you think is the first knockoff? When do you think we see the first, like, bigger company knockoff? It probably won't be a straight-up obstacle course, but it will be, like, do you think it'll be, like, rabbits? Do you think it'll be, like, like Rayman's, like, 100 rabbits, like, competition yeah. show or something? I was going to say, I was going to say that I think Ubisoft would do that, especially oh, because, yeah. <laughs> I, especially because, um... Hyperscape doesn't seem to be doing what they wanted it to. Which, and yeah, so yeah, they they might just like try and pivot and like I mean Rabbids is like the thing that I mean it does have yeah, I mean I could see that. I could see yeah. that happening. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean that's the the 
after Mario Party, that's the next closest game in the genre of like party obstacle style games is Rabbids. And Nintendo is way too slow and way too behind on multiplayer to ever try to catch up with this. No, like maybe no. we'll see a Mario Party game that takes influence from this next generation. Sure. Yeah. But it will be five years. It will not be soon. If it is, I will be shocked. I will be it would be an incredible turn for Nintendo to see something and be like ahead of the curve when it comes to an online multiplayer experience. I mean if I if I were to I don't know if Nintendo has any studios outside of Japan, but like Well, Japan, they have like Retro. Oh, is Retro uh, like owned by it's Nintendo? Texas. But yeah. it's owned by oh okay. Yeah, so, it's first party I mean studio. maybe Nintendo's just like, fuck it, let's just buy these guys. We'll get it on the Switch. And then the next Full Guys 2 or whatever will be, well, yeah, I guess it would be, I mean, that would suck. I would hate it to be. No, I mean, Fall Guys is going to come to the other consoles. It's just, there's a timed exclusivity. Um, In fact, Inverse did a good roundup of it, but some people went through some of the code and already found, like, builds and code names and stuff for Switch and also, like, file systems referencing, like, Xbox inputs and things like that on it. So, like, it seems like they're basically ready for the day that they're allowed to put it on other yeah, systems. Push they're that gonna... button, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And they're oh, building a God, mobile they'll version. Make so much money. So... They they're gonna make. So... They've already made so much money. They're just gonna make Which so is why I'm hoping like money. they don't get bought. Just own it. Yeah. Like it'll take them small, longer to grow, but like they they have it. That's it. It's. I mean, I, they, I would... they own this space right yeah, now. Yeah, I I I hope that they're. I mean, they're, they're they're clearly very smart people over there. And also because they're not an American company, it's I think there's like a different culture than yeah, like in America. They're probably more protections too. It's probably and, harder to just get swallowed up. And, I would hope. And I think that if if we've learned anything in the last few years, it's kind of like a lot of big corporate purchases, not a great idea. <laughs> and not a great idea to be on the receiving end of them. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what's happening at Oculus, man, like that shit is a fucking Oh, I'm so I'm so bummed about it because I want an Oculus so bad, and it's making it really hard for me to want to get the next Oculus. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That sucks. I will say the other the other quick thing is like they just found there was this guy on Twitter, this guy on Twitter, and they were like, apparently some dude who doesn't have like a massive following or anything has like 360 or something crowns, and he has a Twitter thread where every time he gets a crown, he just keeps making it. He adds to it. It's like. He is well over 300 crowns, just this like unknown wow. guy. And they were like, what? That's crazy. We thought Yonder was crushing it. I know. I know. He's got to catch up. Yeah. Jeez. He's got to catch up. But they need leaderboards. That's the thing I'm really excited for is like some kind of, I want to see my stats. Yeah. So. Yeah, I want to see my stats too. Under P. Yeah. There's Fall Guys. Mario. I tell you what, man. It was a, it was a deluge of news this past week. I was like, what are we going to talk about? We may as well not even record this week. And then <laughs> the fucking heavens opened. Mr. Nintendo came down from above on 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 winged on wings and and was like, here's here's some stuff for you to really put you get your teeth. We've been teeth. waiting for this Mario Direct yeah. for months. They've been talking like this has been rumored for remember Hot Girl 69 she was uh she was the first one spouting about this. Oh yeah, Hot Girl sixty nine, of course. Alex is like, what? <laughs> it's what that yeah. T- Tiffany right. Treadmore, I think, is what she. Oh she yeah, Tiff, uh, Big Tiff, yep. Big Tiff, <laughs> Big Tiff. Um, all right. So what was announced? 
um, the weirdest Mario All-Stars ever because why is Galaxy 2 not on it? It's the best. It's better than Galaxy 1. Yeah. Why is it not on that list? It'll be on the I'm next saying, round. I'm saying this as It'll be on the 50th has, anniversary. I have not played <laughs> I've not played either of the Galaxy games. Did you not own a Wii? I did. Uh, what? I have look, in this trilogy of games, 64 Sunshine and Galaxy, I have played zero of them. What the hell is going on? Wait, what? What are you doing on this podcast? A, I haven't uh, I haven't played Mario Super Mario 64. I haven't played I played Wait. a little bit of Super Mario 64 on DS. But well, not he a lot. didn't have a GameCube, and he didn't. His first console was a Dreamcast. So I I understand that he didn't have the 64 or the Sunshine. That makes sense, just based on he had Sega first, Fine. and it was already past the 64 generation. But All you right. owned a Wii, and you missed out on two of its best games. Yeah, this is. I, I just I, to me at that time especially. Like, I was into Call of Duty when those games came out. You know, I was, like, not oh, my palate. Me. I had an unrefined gaming palate. <laughs> excuse I me. Un- I had an unrefined gaming palate. Well, this must wow. be exciting for you, then. Oh, dude, I am Wait, so Wait, hold on. But I have a question, Thomas, because I saw I saw on your Twitter something like they're only available till March. What, do you, what does that mean? So they're only selling... So 3D All-Stars, the package of 64 Sunshine and uh, Galaxy is only available on sale until March 31st, 2021. Wait, but but, and they're only selling physical copies? No, no, digitally too. Oh, so then I'll just download it day of and I'll have it forever? Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's just that after March, you won't be able to buy it. Not that it won't work, you just won't be able to buy it after March. Um, A lot of people are kind of like, why? Why? My my prevailing theory is, is that they just don't have anything for the holiday and they need to boost their holiday sales numbers for the end of next quarter. They don't have the next Switch console so coming out. forcing your hand? Yeah, I mean... Fuck them. Saying, here's a collection of the three best Mario games on Nintendo Switch. There's a lot of people who are talking about this, and I think that that's wrong. I think I that's mean, not I, true. I, could, I, I could, think they would have done this the whole time. Idea. This is... Nintendo is the Disney of the video game world. Sure. And they're treating this as... As the vault. An anniversary edition. Yeah. And they're like... This is the 35th year. For this year, we're going to make a special collection and we're going to give you these games. Because normally, we'd probably charge you like 50 bucks for each one of these. And for this year, you'll be able to buy the 35th year of Mario collection. And after that, that's it. It's gone. And that's a very it's Nintendo go, thing to go, do. It goes back in the Nintendo it. vault. It goes back into the Nintendo vault. That's a very Nintendo thing for them to do. Uh, I, Wait, I have, so is any I have of it, no doubt that if COVID didn't happen, it still would not be available next year. Right. Is, is any of it is any of it remastered? Anything HD to an extent? HD textures and then right. sunshine, okay. sunshine right. and uh, sunshine and galaxy are in are in sixteen nine. Wow! Oh, wait, sixty four is not sixteen nine. That's I weird. thought it was too, but it's not. It's it must it must have to do then with like uh, the way they built the levels. There's probably too much vacant space. I would, know. yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. Well, it's kind that's of a little like, bit of bummer. I wish they could have just changed the field of view, but that's fine. It's yeah. kind of like uh, when people were um, uh, one of the not criticisms, but people were t- uh, talking about uh, Eevee and Pikachu. Let's go, and they were like, the game is designed for a square. And so having it as a rectangle, like you just see too much on either side and mm. it just kind of ruins some of the, not ruins, but you, you know, it, ch- it changes the game and makes it a little bit 
easier because you would never know, oh my God, is there a trainer on the other side of this or what have you? Sure. Um, so I wonder if it's just like a similar issue where like the game is just not built for, it just yeah. wouldn't have worked in 16. I'm glad Sunshine is. I'm glad Sunshine and I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to play Sunshine again. Oh yeah, I haven't played Sunshine since Sunshine came out. The music, dude. But that's going to be, you know what? And I never, I finished it, but I never completed it. So th it'll be a awesome time for me. Oh, yeah. A great time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, and I am uh, officially, I, I'm doing the review for it for uh, Digital Trends. So, um, wow. Great. Okay. Keep, keep an eye, because I, I was like, I never played these games. So I think it would be cool to review it as someone who's never played them. Um, um, so that's cool. Get ready to be a little frustrated. It, Sunshine is interesting because it has these levels that are basically the precursor to Galaxy. Like Should as I, you play Sunshine, you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is just." I'm actually, they played, they made Mario Galaxy because they were like, "This yeah. is our favorite thing in Sunshine." I'm excited to play, play Galaxy them, again too because I didn't play them in uh, order. Yeah, definitely yeah. play them in order. Definitely play them in order. You're not missing uh, on a story or anything, but I think no, and there's an evolution to his move set, right? So yeah, like, that's yeah. That, to to just, start with Galaxy and then regress would be weird. Okay. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's interesting to see the level of design evolution from yeah, 64 to Sunshine to Galaxy. I agree. Um, the, the reason I, I think that Galaxy 2 isn't included is just because they wanted one representation from each gen. But that's stupid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's but, just, it's like, a better game like than it. the first one. It's it's also it's got co-op, it's got uh Yoshi, it has better levels, it has maybe, more interesting like items. Maybe they'll it'll be paid DLC. They'll give maybe you they'll the DLC it. for holiday twenty. No, because it's limited. I think what's gonna happen is next year we're gonna see the N sixty four virtual store and when the pro switch launches, the differentiator on the pro switch, just like with the DSI and the three DS whatever, the exclusive software on the pro switch will be emulating gamecube games mm. and we got eternal darkness baby they just renewed the uh the copyright on it so there you go maybe one day alex yeah right when i'm like 70 <laughs> and old and um going through dementia i'll play the first one again because i won't remember it the more <laughs> weird thing is Watch mario 35 is limited that's the weird thing yeah what's yeah, limited what did you say so you know how your reaction, Alex, was that this game would just stop working in March? Yes. That actually is true for Mario 35, which is a Mario Battle Royale. Interesting. So it's 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 made by the team that did Tetris 99, and it mm -hmm. works in a similar way of you are playing a, essentially an endless runner version of Mario levels in the style of Super Mario Brothers, the first one. Mm -hmm. And as you defeat enemies it adds them to other players' games. And then okay. you also have power-ups, and it's last person standing. So all you're right, all competing cool. on Mario courses. How it's, did the they not gone? make it Mario 128? Mario 128. They showed it off at Space World 2001. It was it, or Space yeah. World 2000. It was like the tech demo for the GameCube. Everyone was so excited. There were 128 Marios on what looked like a Monopoly board. And they're all running around, pushing each other and stuff. They made a friggin' multiplayer, massive collection of Marios. And they made it 35. They didn't do 128 Mario. This Wait, is a is golden opportunity. I've never heard of that. Oh, oh you got to. 
I, well, I love to watch busy like playing old... Call of Duty and you weren't fucking into Mario. It's true. Yeah, no, Tom was true. like 12. This was like year 2000. That's what I'm saying. Is... It, Mario wasn't cool for him. Not even. Tom was, Tom was like eight. I was eight um, in 2000. You were 12. <laughs> he was eight. I was 12. Yeah, yeah. we were 12. <laughs> no, we I, were 14. I love to watch those eight. Uh, in 2000? How old? We were 13. Not. 13. Uh... Born in 87. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, okay. I would have been 12 because it would have been in the spring of 2000. Oh, then I was 12, too. Yeah. So I'm glad we wasted a whole minute on that. That was not um, a minute. That was 20 seconds. Get over it. We've got to watch the old tech demos. The old tech demos from, like, the, the whatever they do, like, the first year of announcing the consoles before they come out. That's, like, also when they had the first ever, like, real 3D uh, Link Ganondorf fight. Like, it was it was supposed to be what yes, I remember would that. be. And then it was before was so Wind Waker came out. Waker so when showing you, off. Yeah, you saw that, and you were like, holy shit. And then Wind Waker came out, and you're like, wait, what? You're like, what is this cartoon? What happened to my yeah. real life looking Link right, and Ganondorf? Right, my real looking Zelda. <laughs> oh, like, you gotta was, watch these. So videos. wait, it was a Zelda tech demo for GameCube. Yeah, it was yes. sick too. I'm it sure it would really look like cool. garbage if I watched it today. The last time I watched it, like a year ago, I was like, oh, this doesn't look as good as I remember. But it was still the year 2000. It was so, amazing. Man. Yeah, at the time, I I think I I downloaded that from like the IGN yes. website as uh, like I would watch it in like real player. Save it to my oh zip my drive. Oh, my God. play. I have not thought about that in fucking almost 20 years. Oh, my God. What uh, happened to that? You could, that, that? Like, that was the VLC of the day. That was the the play everything. You, this yeah. is your dedicated yeah. video player. And, and you know you know what the real thing that real player did that mm-hmm. was, like, astounding at the time was it was the first, like, real streaming application before Twitch, because the first season of Big Brother, when I was super into it, the whole weird thing about it was supposed to be that you could go on the website and you could watch the cameras live. So, like, you didn't have to wait for the next episode. Right. You could watch what was happening in the house live, and you had to install Real Player to do it. They were like, Amazing. we have Real Player services, and you can go and watch. And, like, it was, like, this postage stamp-sized video. I'd be, like, watching, <laughs> like, someone just in the kitchen. It's, like, weird, like, like like preview into the dark future that we've entered yeah seriously yeah <laughs> uh so super mario yeah so but super mario 35 i don't know if you finished chris but yeah it's it's not gonna be available it's free it's it's free to play uh for nintendo switch online members but it won't be available past march of it's wild year. it's so wild that they're doing that that's so wild um, and then the other big game, which I'm really excited about, is Super Mario 3D World plus uh, ba- Bowser's Fury. Fury. Bowser's Fury, which is like a so new DLC. So it's going to be the whole game plus this little DLC thing? Yeah, which I never finished it, but I loved playing it. But it, the game being a big it. 3D game on my 3DS, I was always kind of like, oh, I just wish I could play this on the TV. Like, I really wish I could play World it. Is, that's a, 3D that's World a is the Wii U, Wii U game. game. Oh, yeah, oh I never game. got that one. Oh, I, I never got that one. It's it's apparently yeah. one of the bad. Like people yeah, are like, this it. shit is yeah. awesome. I thought I've never it. played it. Oh, maybe I did. Oh, that Tom, you're, Mario just, you're just really too cool for no, Mario. No, I did. I had Cat Mario, but I didn't finish Tom, that one either. Too hey man, cool. look this. Look this is the whole thing when when everyone's like, oh man, I wish I could zap my brain and forget that I played this, yeah, and I envy the fuck out of this person who gets to experience yeah. this thing for the first time. Well, that's why I'm. I am on the precipice of experiencing magic yeah right sure. okay also i mean anyway. this podcast is a big part of it like tom tom mm-hmm. basically didn't play the, the xbox stuff that we played and the nintendo it's stuff true. and now now he's it's like true. uh he's gone deep 
I'm deep in it, baby. Has he gone deep? Have you, are you doing your Halo thing or, or no? Have you put that off because we don't know when that game's coming out? Uh, it, I, w- I did start reco- playing and recording uh, Reach, and then just, I mean, there's just so many uh, games coming out. Re- Wait, well, hold on a second. I want to play Reach again. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll play Thanks Reach. Thanks for the invite. But, I'd but play Reach just, again. Let's just play those for fun and not for the Patreon, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not for the Patreon. Time it. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, but yeah, I'll jump in and play some Reach. I'll play well, I, I, it's on. It is on hold for right now, especially after Halo got delayed. Um, yeah, just yeah, so I, I, when I could find the time to blaze through those. Where are you posting this to YouTube or something? Yeah, that was the plan. Oh, yeah. but you could just have me play. I don't need to record anything. But yeah, you could capture your phone. Yeah, uh, I capture my footage. Yeah, capture Discord audio. Yeah, like Discord audio too. Yeah. I mean, anyway, if we're gonna, we'll, if gotta we'll, be there, if we're gonna oh be God. there, hey, if we're gonna be there, you may as well hit that record button. Uh, <laughs> it's so, content. So, so 3D All Stars comes out, yeah, on the 18th, which is crazy. Um, and then Super Mario 35 is October 1st, is when that comes out. It's a shame. It's uh, I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna feel bad for this, like you know, multi-billion dollar company or anything, especially when they're like, we're going to vault our content. But, billionaires. But, but, um... Defund the police, I will, am I right, Alex? <laughs> I'm not I will say, bandwagon yet. I will <laughs> say, uh... It's clear that COVID has really affected this company because something tells me they did not plan on only having remakes Look, available. You put, you put sunshine holiday. in my hand September 18th. Woo! <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm really looking Pumped. forward. I'm I, I'm I'm look, I, I, I'm really excited about it because I, I was excited to play it for myself. But I know that you guys love that game as well. Mm. And oh I my know, god! I know it's divisive for people. I know a lot of people don't. I'll, like I'll play 64 again too. I'll play Galaxy. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna How try to. How do you think they're gonna do the flood? Is it gonna be motion control? Because it wasn't it analog triggers before. Remember, like, when you were using the flood on Sunshine, yeah. like, the harder you yeah. would press it, that's how you would control the oh, flow? The current triggers don't yeah, do that, maybe. right? The current triggers yeah, are digital. So. so, well... I wonder if it's going to have to be motion control for that now. Well, yeah. they they said that um, they... like There was a lot of confusion over whether Galaxy needed motion controls, and, like, if you... Because there was this whole thing on the website that was, like, if you have a light, you need to buy Joy-Cons for this. Um... But that's it's all seems to kind of be optional, and that some of the targeting but the, no, stuff. No, but this is Galaxy, different though because because yeah. Galaxy had the stupid pointer thing for getting the bits, the and like you could thing. kind of yeah, you could kind of ignore that. Like you could use it to freeze enemies. You could also kind of ignore those things. Like that doesn't matter really. Like for the gameplay, no, and that the, doesn't. Was it? You had to was shake to spin. You had to like shake to spin. I think you had to shake to spin, and didn't you have to grab? Maybe uh, maybe you grabbed with the pointer. I think you did. Maybe okay. So, they, so then, they, so that would be with the IR then. But the thing I'm worried about, Tom, is the it's it's not. I'm I'm trying to figure out how you replace the analog input that they had for the flood, which is the the water pack mm. on the switch, where it's all digital controls. Because it's very important. Like sometimes you only need to be you need to be applying a little bit of amount of pressure or a lot of pressure or somewhere in between, so that you can like fly through things, that you can shoot certain things. I don't know how the hell they're going to do that. I don't know. Mm. Well, Did they think this out. through? <laughs> well, not I all that in a bag of chips, it turns out. Wow, let's see. Yeah, sunshine. <laughs> you hold your tongue. <laughs> uh, and then I guess the other last interesting thing from this, and oh, Super Mario All-Stars, which is the Super Mario Brothers trilogy and uh, Lost Levels, is available for free. It's available now for 
online members. But then Chris, you uh, got very excited. Wait, what are you text. talking about? Uh, so there's there's Super Mario the 3D. original Super Mario. Yeah. Also. So there's there's 3D All Stars, which is the 3D games we just talked about. But then there's also Super Mario All Stars, which packages the original Super Mario Brothers trilogy. So Super Mario Brothers One, Two, Oh, three, got it. And got Lost it. Levels. That's available for free right now for online but members. Isn't isn't that already available except Lost Levels? Isn't one. Or maybe at least one and three are so, on there. So I think that Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers one in this is the All Stars version, which I think was like a GBA oh, port. It, oh, mm. it is different. It is different. The Mario actually, yes, interesting. I think is what mm, is happening there because people seem to get crazy about it online, and I was like, we basically have these games, but well, yeah. so if you go play Mario one and Mario mm. three. Mario looks different. Everything, just the detail and everything was a lot better. So actually, Super Mario Brothers All Stars, if I remember correctly, is rebuilt Mario One with the Mario Three engine. Mm. So it's still an NES engine, but it was the newest. It was like the latest version. Which honestly, Mario Brothers Three is the best art of all the original ones. So that makes sense. Yeah. So that that huh. that's what I think that is. Um, and then there was the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Dude, this is so cool. Yeah, it's cool. This is so cool. So I, when I worked at the Apple Store, they had this really stupid toy called the Anki Drive, which yep. like you needed this mat, and it was these AR cars that would like self-drive. And I'm like, well, then I'm just watching toys move themselves around. But this right. is like the perfect evolution of that because it, it's it's an actual little RC Mario Kart car that you control with your Switch. It has a camera on it, sends live feedback to your Switch, and you set up sort of points, and it will then augment reality, create the track for you or your driver to stay on, and it will create virtual opponents for you to have to drive around and shoot at and get hit by or you could even bring in a second car and you and your friend can race each other it actually uh, supports up to four aussie cars <sighs> yeah pretty cool do we know what are the characters that are available i didn't i, I didn't look. i think it's just mario and luigi so you can oh that'd be weird if if they do four do you have two marios two luigis that doesn't seem like something nintendo would be doing uh Not unless it's like gold mario let's see because i'm pretty sure that i read that it supported up to four local I, I believe you that that's yeah. true. I would just be surprised then that if they wouldn't have four, you know, four different Marios. Um, well, while we're checking that, we may as well talk about the fact that Animal Crossing is going to be getting Mario furniture in March. Boy, that is a weird thing to be announcing this far out. <laughs> right? In like March. that is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, it, I'll be, uh, I'll hold my breath for that. Race against Koopalings and Grand Prix, unlock a variety of course customizations and costumes just, for Mario and Luigi, and play with up to four players in local multiplayer huh. mode. It's surprising it, it's just Mario Luigi. That comes out uh, October 16th. So that, that, that's, that's not far away. Got um, some time. Got some time. Got some time, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think, I think that does, that does look, uh, look pretty cool. Maybe I'm getting that. It up. Maybe. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Therese to get it for me for my birthday. I could set it up here in this yeah, room. Yeah, you could set it up there. Yeah. yeah. You could Maybe open the doors. Cut. Yeah, but the the living room there's not a lot of uh not a lot of Who's space. Who's buying the Luigi one? one, honestly? People want a big dong. No. The <laughs> Luigi is basically like buying that Mad Cat's controller for Christmas. Damn. Oh, wow. Oh. Absolute shade thrown at Luigi. Wow. I that's why Luigi. That's not Luigi. No, Luigi's I'm telling got you right a better now. Jump. Telling you right now, kids are gonna want the Mario one. Oh, well, kids Parents are gonna, are gonna say Mario. Mario one was sold out. I had to get you Luigi. Luigi's are gonna be on the shelves. <laughs> it is. It is like the Turbo Man thing. But that's why it's it crazy is. to me that it's Mario <laughs> Luigi and not Mario Yoshi. 
It should have been if Mario, it were Yoshi, Mario Yoshi. Everyone would want Yoshi. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's no, that's the go-to character when you play Mario Kart. And, it's not Mario and Yoshi. It's Mario and Luigi. But it is Mario and Yoshi. They're the real. Be. They are. They're, they're wow. the two. I'm Nintendo not knew Mario it was green and red. Yeah, I know. You don't give a shit about Mario. <laughs> Nintendo knew it was green and red from the beginning. They just didn't know they needed a small dinosaur instead of a taller brother. Instead of a taller, <laughs> that was, yeah. That was their mistake. Huge mistake. That was where they what went were they wrong. they thinking? Unbelievable. <laughs> That was I, that honestly like kind of blew my mind when I saw that video, and I was really excited for it. And that's yeah. such a Nintendo thing to do, but I think it's really fun. Um, I'd say the last good like toy, like really cool toy like that, was when they did the Halo laser tag toys. I thought that was also really freaking cool because it actually adapted to laser tag well because it gave your gun. It was they were like needler and plasma pistols, and because those like overheated, it made like uh, perfect sense for a laser tag game because you can only shoot so much and then your gun would like overheat and right you know so yeah pretty cool good stuff catch me throw is there anything else tom or should we move on yeah let's move on all right <laughs> can someone read dan's fortune tom please since i have no access to any technology now so Dan uh, sent us a fortune ahead of time, knowing that we weren't going to be on the podcast, but um, but that the, sorry that he wasn't going to be on the podcast, but he wanted the fortune read because he opened up a cookie and it was actually a good one. So it says, "Great acts of kindness will befall you in the coming months." I mean, that is a fortune. It works. I'll be on the lookout for some good acts of kindness. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. There you go. Um, Probably coming months, meaning like January 2021. 2020 is already a bust. It's a bust. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Lucky numbers are 24, 31, 47, 38, 45, and 37. All right. Good luck to you out there. I hope someone wins. I hope someone gets all of the numbers. All six. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. Yeah. You got any mail or what's going on? Yeah, we're going to do listener mail. Are we? If you want to send an email, it's email at unrankedpodcast.com. Or you can go to our show's Discord. You go to the show notes when you click on the podcast. And you can send us a question. Questions for the pod on the Discord. All right. So, um, oh, this is going to be hard for Alex to do, Tom. Tom, can you pull up Discord and just do the share screen so, so Alex can see this image? Yeah. Rogue has shared an image. You can only pick three, no explanations, and go. Uh, this is just for me or all three of us? It's for all of us. Oh, I'm okay. going to wait till it's up so that oh, makes sense. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'll just read out what it is. So okay. it's, you can only pick three, no explanations, no explanations, and go. And it's a list of one, two, three, four, five. It looks like 30 different games. So you're only able to pick three of these 30. I'm just going to read them off for all the listeners out there. While You're going to read 30 up. games right now. I'm going to read 30 games just so... so so people know what we're picking between. It's Super Mario, Zelda, Kirby, Pokemon, Metroid, Sonic, Mega Man, Animal Crossing, Pikmin, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, Golden Sun, Donkey Kong, Advance Wars, Xenoblade Chronicles, Ratchet & Clank, Jack and Dexter, Sly Cooper, God of War, Persona, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Uncharted, Halo, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Gears of War, Devil May Cry, Castlevania, Crash, Spyro, Metal Gear, Doom, Bioshock, Kingdom Hearts, Fallout, Monster Hunter, Grand Theft Auto, and Dark Souls. Those are the 30 mm. different video game franchises. You can only pick three. No explanations and go, Alex. Zelda. I need... Uh, do you see it there? No. So Zelda, <laughs> do you guys see it? War- I see it. No. God of War was Mario on the list? Yeah. Yes. I don't want to pick Mario. 
Uh, Zelda, God of War. Was Halo on the list? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yep. It's the. All right, then that's my third. Yeah, it's the 20th option. Uh, mine is Pokemon Zelda and Mario. Boo. Um, mine is Zelda, Mario, and Halo. Mm. Mm. Yep. And I know he said no explanations, Pokemon? but I know. So I know he said no explanations. So. Oh yeah, all right. I'll break okay. his rule. Move on. I'll break his rule. I'll break his rule, and I'm not picking Pokemon because without Pokemon, there's a much bigger market for Harmony. So. Uh... <laughs> oh my! Just gave an explanation. <laughs> yeah, I know, but well, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. We're not professionals. This is unranked. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. King Talistar. So this is a question for anyone who played the God of War game, not me. How likely do you think there will be a sequel? Sounds like Talistar is really hoping we get a sequel. It's not an ounce. 99, 99.9%. <laughs> Alex, like, put his hand up like, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah. Tom, do you, do you want to chime in on that or no? Uh, can you read that again? How likely oh, is that there will be a sequel Oh, what the God fuck were you doing? He was, he was... I, I just, I was just, I was just off. looking at something that popped up after I closed out all the sharing stuff. Popped up? What are you looking this at? Only porn? You got porn popping yeah. up? What's going on oh, there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, is your computer show. broken? Do you have to call the one eight hundred number to get Apple to come no, fix it? It's working great. One eight hundred to get Apple. Um, yeah. Well, there'd be sequel to God of War. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Great. Thanks. Great. Great. Glad oh, you were paying you. attention for that one. Amazing. Um, CD Meister wants to know what harsh truths do you prefer to ignore, Alex? Ooh. Oh my God! And like, what that's this is like last truths. week where it was like, would you rather outlive your partner or yeah. like Jesus Christ? About myself there are, there or just lot, the world? Yeah. It just says, what harsh truths would I rather ignore? There's no do-overs. Um, uh, is, is that, that yours, yours, Chris? Sure. I like it. <laughs> I like it. it is uh, you, harsh... we, we only got to do this once. That's it. Um, I mean, my harsh truth is that I'd like to think that I have an influence in the world but I mm. probably don't outside of a very local um, area in terms of my friends and family. Uh, I'd like to think I have a greater impact, but I probably don't. And that kind of sucks. I don't think we are going to uh, do what we need to to make climate change something that... I knew you were going to say that. I mean, but that's the harsh truth. Yeah, but I, don't, I, I really wanted more something. I mean, Greg, this isn't my personal, question, but yeah, I wanted a little something more personal. Okay, something yeah. personal. That you realized personal. about maybe not you, but you realized about yes, climate change. We're fucked, but yeah, I think that's it's like supposed to be out. a more general statement and not a specific uh, scenario. Like it's a more general life statement. I mm. think. Okay. Mm. Like like this like this harsh truth. I just Google some harsh truths. People will let you down. Is a harsh oh. truth. You will never yeah. be perfectly happy. No, and but you need uh, some of the badness. This is kind of like Alex's. Oh, okay, Carl. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it's good. You need a bit it's of the a, badness. Yeah, I appreciate um, the goodness. Uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think you're not always going to get what you want. You can't always. The harsh truth that that um that I think I hate to think about because I I think we've talked about it before maybe is that when we die. Right. Mm. There's I I won't know what happens next. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, I want to know what the hell happens. But But it only sucks up until right before you die, because then then you no longer exist. 
Right. Oh, yeah. one of my biggest fears is having my last thought this being is not really a biggest stupid. Fear. Oh, well. This isn't a biggest fear. This is a harsh truth. No, no. All right, so that's your biggest fear. Yeah, my biggest Alex, fear. What's, Alex, what's your biggest fear? Um, I used to hate throwing up. <laughs> you, you did hate... Wait, you, you no longer hate throwing up? I, I accept it as a harsh truth. <laughs> I accept it Of, of being truth. alive, you know, and being an adult. So... I. I googled another harsh nine harsh truths you must embrace. This yeah. this one this one seems fucked up. You ready? Everything yeah. is your fault. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes Yikes. and no. Come on. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is a product of your choices. Correct. Things you've done. A lot of it's also a product time, of things you'll never have a choice about. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. my mom and dad getting together and making me. It's not my fucking fault. I did that. Yeah, no one chose to be here. Right, I, right. That's a great point. No one chose no to be here. Like that's that's like one of the things. Like when you think about like having kids, you're like, I am. No one chose my fucking to create name. someone and make them have to go through all of this. Yeah, right. And and it's just hilarious that I am who I am because they chose that, a name for me. And that you and can change get, it, but still, and not to get too dour. Sure. But oh, here we go. When but that's you know what when this question is, you, but. You, but I just, I'm just saying not to prolong the dourness in a way. You know how, yeah. like, when people would, on TV or, or just people would say, I don't want to bring a child into this world, right? I never really right. understood that as a kid because I had a oh, great life and, like, it was the 90s and everything was great. But now I'm yeah. like, I, I, who the fuck would want to have a child go through oh, this? Oh, I do. Especially with it going, getting worse. I yeah, do. Like, Tom, the future's going to be so much more fucked. Yeah, but yeah. If okay, only but the you, bad you, people have kids, then it's gonna be worse. Sure. I mean, sure. but that's but that's so like just let bring them in and be like, teach them what you want to teach them, and say, do do your best. Yeah, it's like Tom. <laughs> this is your opportunity to like try and help the future because it's yeah. like, hey, I can only be here this long. Like, I'm like gonna give you everything I can. Not only to, that, like, but you give them sure... the chance to enjoy yeah. a life that that you know. That I'm was not better saying, than the uh, one you had. I'm not saying that I, I, I'm like, it's an impossibility. I'm not saying that there isn't any reason to, but I understand why people now say that they wouldn't want to bring a child into this world. I get well, that. Tom's finally at the point where he might ever possibly consider having one. So like, that's not a, that's not a thing Tom would have thought about before in the same kind of way. Mm. It's like when I was younger and I didn't want to get married, it's like I never would have thought about having a kid, really. It was kind of like... Oh, I don't want a kid because of responsibilities. But now I think about having a kid and I think about stuff like, would I want to, like, force someone to go through life? That's life what I'm saying. Not like forcing be, them, though. Life can be bad. Well, no, no, just because because you are going they to They can always them. kill like, themselves. Well, that, now wow. it's taking a strange turn. Now it's well, that was, what, that was what Tuna was saying there because, of course, go. you forced them to go through it. I know, but, no, no, but, but it was, it's, more, it's more that I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no one, because no one chooses to be here, you're making a choice to say, Right. Sorry, you're gonna have to have experience. Yeah, but, but at the same time, Tom, like as much as bad as things are for people, not to go back to Carl, but oh boy, <laughs> you have bad things happen to everyone, and it's no, not just. I, know that. I mean, they're on different levels, obviously. Yeah. But life, I would you would argue that to give someone life for that brief period of time is something that is arguably a special thing. And no, it's a, it is. A thing that one hundred percent that is. everyone should experience, and someone might experience different than you, yeah. sure. or that you, you know. So, 
I don't yeah, know, I'm man. going home this next week. I get to meet my other niece for the first time, which I'm very excited go. to see. My niece, who I haven't met yet. So that is going to be nice. Mm. Which, mm-hmm. it makes me be like, I'm like, oh, I want one of these. Uncle Chooms. I want one of these? I do, I want one of these. They're very cute. You should have named yourself Uncle Chooms. Is Chris, is Chris talking about a niece or a... Aussie Mario Kart. <laughs> I want one of these. <laughs> nice. That's Aussie that's that's, uh, that's that's next week's game. <laughs> right, right, right. What is Chris talking about? Chris, describe it. All right. Do we have another question? Because fucking Tom brought up bad things. So. And now you have complaints. It? No, I don't have any. So let's play a game then. Games. I love games. No, that's Hell yeah, great. I love games. Let's talk about games. I know, but it just says games, and I. Yeah. I mean, look. I take a couple of weeks out of the show, and now I'm just yeah. This, this is this is a rudderless ship. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Tom, right? So I no? asked. Yes, correct. Right. I asked both of you to fill out a survey, um, uh, with ten questions, and they were all gaming related, or specifically related to our interests and things that we talk about on a regular basis. This was spawned from the last couple of games we played with Tuna and Dan, where Dan had to guess what Tuna was thinking. I wanted to see who knew who better. Uh, oh. So we are going to... I've got 10 questions here. You guys both gave answers, and you have to guess what the other person's answer was. For Do you question. have Dan's? I, Did he fill it out? I have Lorenzo... Oh, yeah. I have Lorenzo what? von Matterhorn's answer. That's Dan. All right, so that's, and that's Dan. Dan. Now, let's, I also let's, have let's two... Let's do his as well, so we can okay. guess. I have two... Tuna, I have two from you. Are there differences in answers? Um, let 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 me compare. Is one I complete guess, and the other one is quick. not. Did Dan just troll and write Tuna? Oh god damn it, Dan! That would did be he? maybe. If he did. I don't know. Let's see. It would be inc- that would be incredible. That would be every now and then Dan does something very clever like that, and that would have been incredible. Uh, I, I doubt it. It's probably Alex. Just what you said. It probably yeah. Just I think. Enter. I think that this probably is just the... reloaded the page. Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay, so these seem the same, so that's good. No complications there. Um, so, yeah, you guys, I'm going to read the questions to you. You are going to have to guess what the other person said, and uh, then... And what Dan said. And, and I guess what da- what Dan said. Yeah, and... yeah, that'll help with tiebreakers, too, because that'll true. make it more... Yeah. That's true. Um, and then do you want to just go over the answers at the end, or do you want to do it one by one? Here's my problem. Hmm. I don't have a way to send you answers. Yeah, let's just do them one at a time. Let's just crack the room. You don't have to send me answers. I have your responses. Yeah, we responses. can say them out loud. Yeah. You have to guess what Chris... Well, the thing with Dan... No, no, we can go through, and we can make our guesses, and he won't reveal the answers. He can keep score, and then we'll go back to the top and reveal the answers. Okay. That'll work fine. So we don't need yeah. to... Since, since neither of us are... I mean, the biggest thing is for Dan's, right? So That's what I, I mean. Text, I can text my answer for Dan's to Tom, yeah. and then you can say yours, and then I'll Fine. read mine. All right. So yeah, no it che- obviously doesn't you're matter. You're the one that's paranoid about cheating because you're always the one who cheated when we played games. That's no, how this that's works. That's not true. That's yes, not okay, true. Mr. Key to the Kingdom. That's All yeah. Right. That's the only example you have. So we're going because to... it's the only one I caught you doing. <laughs> so we're going to. Uh... I, we'll start with Chris. We'll just do Chris first, then Tuna second for each of these. And so you're going to guess the the other the opposing persons, and you're also going to try and guess Dan's as well. So the first question was, which Pokemon? Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, it's not. It's not. The first question is, if you had to get rid 
of one of these franchises, which would it be? And the four options were Halo, Pokemon, Zelda, and Mario. Chris, what do you think Tuna said? Um, I think Tuna said Pokemon, and I think Dan said Zelda. Okay. I wasn't going to say Dan's out loud, but now I did. Yeah, no, so fuck it. I, I'll, I won't um, do that the next time. But. It doesn't really matter. If I want to say what you said only because I think that you said it. Yeah, that's fair. Because we're since we're not revealing scores till the end, Alex. Yeah, it's so not you, a logical. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah, it's, it's I won't know. Like, I won't be able to just keep copying you if I'm in the lead. Yeah. Um. All right. So I think Chris ironically said to get rid of Pokemon, and I think you revealed that maybe okay. through the other question we just had because he wants Harmony to be great. Other uh, or if he just thought of that now and he didn't think of that before. Mm-hmm. Would he have gotten what were the four again? Zelda, Pokemon, Mario, Mario was the other Halo. One? Halo. Oh, Halo. I don't yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna just gamble and say Chris said Pokemon. Okay. And I'm gonna say Dan said Mario. Okay. Question number two. Chris, what is Tuna's favorite weapon in Halo? Alright, so normally <sighs> I'm going to just go with the sniper rifle, even though I think it's the binary rifle, which is the freaking Forerunner one. But I'm going to say the sniper rifle. Yeah, but if that was the case, I feel like we would give it to you. You're wrong. But um, uh, <laughs> we're not revealing anything yet. I know, but I just, you know. So Chris's favorite Halo weapon, right? Well, no, Chris now needs to guess what Dan's would be. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. And then let's round Robin it. Alex goes first next time. Uh, Dan's yep. favorite, I'm just... Uh, the Goss cannon. Okay. No, he's not going to say that because it's a vehicle. He's going to be too literal with it. It's going to be the rocket launcher. Okay. Uh, Tuna, what do you think right. Chris's favorite weapon Chris's is? And what do you think Dan's? Weapon is. Yeah. What is Chris's favorite weapon? <laughs> um, Since Alex already revealed I got mine wrong, I'm just going to say he's probably not going to guess this because honestly, I really struggled with trying to decide what my favorite Halo weapon was. (laughs) It's hard to choose. The game has so many good weapons. The the brute sawed-off shotgun. Okay. And And Dan's weapon... uh, Did grenades count? Uh, You're kind of going to give it away if I... uh, Yes. I'm going to say the sticky grenade for Dan. Okay. I think I've got kind of everything wrong. So far. <laughs> no, but that's a clever guess, I think. He does use this a lot. It's a good one. Let's start uh, with Alex on this one. Okay, Tuna, what yeah. are Chris's and Dan's favorite smash item? All right. Chris, I want to say Pokeball. Okay. And Dan, I want to say... Actually, no, I want to change Chris's to the SNES Super Scope. Okay. I don't know. He knows I, I love Samus. <laughs> uh, and Dan's, I'm going to say trophies. Okay. And what do you have no one say were trophies, though? Uh, f- whatever. I'm wrong. You on mean everything. the assist trophies? Yeah. Okay. Alex, I'm going to guess is the home run bat. Okay. And Dan, I'm going to guess is the Pokeball. Okay. Next question, Chris. What are Tuna and Dan's favorite tracks in Mario Kart? Okay. Um, I th- I feel like Dan is definitely a baby park guy, so I'm just going to put that out first just to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Dan likes that race course. 
This one is hard because I don't actually know a lot of the tracks off the top of my head. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like Alex might there there's like three different courses in my head that I think he might really like. Um and the problem is I'm like, which game are we talking about? So I was really just thinking about the most recent one. And I, I kept also thinking like maybe Toad's Turnpike. He might really like Toad's Turnpike. That seems like a classic. But I ended up going I'm going with I'm gonna guess Rainbow Road. I think Alex might like that's like a a classic. It kinda it's the through line in the series. So Okay. All right. Chris? For Dan, I'm gonna No, my name is Alex. No, sorry. Um, Kid guess Chris isn't. All right, well, I'm going to guess dance first. Moo Moo okay. Park, the one with the cows. Okay. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And I should have brought Chris, up And for Chris, fuck me. Is it from 64? I'm telling you shit. Uh, the Yoshi the one. thing with this. It could be anything. The Yoshi one. No. The Sir Mario, the one with the, the one with Mario Castle in 64. The one that you could, like, drive in there if you wanted to. It's like an Easter egg. Oh, thing. okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, recorded. All right, uh, as to, yeah. So Tuna would start here. Uh, Tuna, what for Chris and Dan is the best Mario game? Okay, Chris, mm. I'm gonna go with Galaxy Two. Okay, wait, Mario just oh, fuck. Is it just Mario in general? Yeah, Galaxy Two. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, and then I mean, I'll for- be honest, I I assume this is only mainline mario games this isn't like party or cart no one put yeah no one put anything that uh well it's like mario all-star style games only like you know it's like the mainline and for dan i'm putting i'm putting 64 for dan mario 64 i I, i'll give you this because i don't want you to be clueless uh dan's choice is a little bit off the beaten path i would not say that it's a mainline mario for dan i'm gonna guess Mario Rabbit. Okay, then I want to re-guess. What the fuck? Okay, okay. Get re-guess, Tuna. <laughs> Mario plus rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> would you have guessed that or would you have guessed something else? No, I would have tried something else. Um, yeah. Mario Kart 64 is what I'll say for Dan. Okay. I'm going to put Mario Rabbits. I don't even know if he played that, to be honest. Something tells me he didn't. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I think he may have got that game. Um, can't believe they don't have a follow-up yet. With online. This is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Alex, what is Alex's? I, I don't think it's a, a 2D game. I don't think it's either. I, I honestly think it's either 64 or it's Odyssey. And Alex destroyed Odyssey. So uh, I'm bouncing between the two of those. Um, I know he's done. The, you've done the 120. So I'm going 64. Okay. Alex likes his classic games. I do, yeah. He does. He struggles. He struggles with this all the time. Uh, all right. That was question number five. So question number six. Chris, what are Tuna, according to Tuna and Dan, what are the best vehicle? What's the best vehicle in Halo? Okay. Um, for Alex, I'm going to guess the Scorpion. Tank. The tank. Yeah. And for Dan, I'm going to guess the Gosshog. And I probably got those reversed, but that's my guess. <laughs> okay. Okay, for Chris, I'm going to say the Banshee. And for Dan, I'm going to say the Tank. Okay. Very clean. Very clean that, that round. Um, what tuna, yeah. according to Chris and Dan, are their favorite yeah. 
dungeons in Ocarina of Time. Okay, so Dan, did he actually put a dungeon? He did. Because I don't... He did, and it was a correct dungeon? It's a dungeon <laughs> that's in the game, yes. <laughs> All right, because I was going to say, I don't think Dan's played Ocarina of Time. And I don't think Chris has finished Ocarina of Time. I mean, I got up um, to the last temple and I stopped playing. All right, so Chris, I'm going to say yeah. forest, and Dan, I'll say fire. Okay. And Chris, same question to you about Fatuna and Dan. Um, I'm going to guess for Alex, and I'm looking it up because I can't remember the name of it. Um, Shadow? Is that the one that has the mirror shield and it's like in the sand temple? No. It's got like light and stuff? Spirit. That's the spirit. spirit. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. Okay. And then for Dan? Is that the last temple? Yeah. Shadow and well, Spirit. I've got, that's, Shadow that's, and Spirit can be either or. Okay. Because yeah, I've gotten up to that. That's where I've stopped playing. And then I'm just like, I usually either just get tired of it or. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, at that point, I've also seen you beat it. Like, I've right. seen it being beaten so many other times. So it was kind of like, all right, I did it again. Right. In my brain. And it was a brain. Uh, enough's enough. Enough is enough. Uh, so you guessed Spirit for Oh, Dan. 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 Yeah. Um, for Dan, I, I'm going to I'm gonna guess the the forest. Okay. The first one. Okay. There you go. All right. Oh, no. I take it back. Oh. I'm going to guess um, the... Uh, Death Mountain, the the fire, the first fire temple is the one I want to guess in the with the, the Garuda temple. with the the what the mini temple, yeah, Death Mountain, yeah, or Dodongo's Cavern, yeah, very good, the volcano one. Okay, Dano is like the big guy characters. Yeah, but I don't think he even played this game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Three it's questions. Just Googled. Three Maybe. questions. Three questions left. Okay. So this is this is Chris again. Chris, mm -hmm. what, according to Dan, other than the starters and evolutions and the legendaries and then Pikachu mm -hmm. and Eevee and their evolutions, which is Tuna or Dan's favorite Pokemon from the original 151? So for Tuna, it's Pidgeotto. Okay. And for Dan, it's... So this is hard because for Dan, he may have just made a joke. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to say Bellsprout. That's a good guess if uh, if, yeah. if Dan were to make a joke. <laughs> uh, um, and then Tuna, same question to you. Fuck. Does Chris like Dragonite? I think he does. And then what would Dan have fucking picked? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dan picked Porygon. <laughs> and Chris picked... Damn. You know, it's interesting. If you had not taken Eevee out, I would have gone that route. But... That, I took Evie specifically out because I knew that it was a non-starter for Chris that it was going to be. I yeah, I couldn't possibly talk about Evie more. <laughs> I know. Uh, so what does Chris like? I just wanted to remove any kind of mascots, and then yeah, that was smart. Uh, it made it tough because I had to really start thinking about all of them for a minute. Yeah, all right, dra I'll mm. just I'll do Dragonite. Okay, even though I think it's wrong. Okay. Uh, two more questions. Tuno, what? Is can I change my Dan answer? No, no I'll way. give it. Yeah, oh, come I mean, on, you changed one once. You changed one once. After Tom gave us more information, <laughs> what what do you well, want to I say, Chris? Thought, okay, I just, I just want to change it to Ditto. Okay, all right. Ditto. Oh, see if that changes anything. Ditto. Can I? I don't think that? I'm getting it right. It's probably going to be like yeah. It's going to be like Nidoran female. It's, it's yeah, probably it's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But all right, um, go ahead. What's the next two, question? Two more. Tuna. According to Chris and Dan, what is the best console ever and this includes handhelds fuck 
all right cr- the best con is it 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 was console just generally generally across all literally any uh, console honestly i think i think chris is crushing on the switch that's the best console ever okay and dan crushing on the switch <laughs> i uh, is he is he going to go what he likes or is he going to go with is what he, gonna he make thinks joke about people it? think <laughs> Or yeah, is he going to make a joke about it, or does he think that he's going wants to go with what the people think is the best console, or is he going to go with what he thinks is the best console? I mean, we've always said Dan is a man of the people. When have we said that? We haven't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Nintendo 64 for Dan. Uh, this is really, really hard. Um, for Alex, it's it's either the Nintendo 64. The GameCube, possibly the Switch, or the 360, mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. all of those reasons, I'm uh, I'm torn between the 360 and a Nintendo console. But I'm going to uh, I'm gonna say the Nintendo GameCube. I'm going with the wild card. Mm. I'm going with the wild card. I'm gonna say the Nintendo GameCube just because it has Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, it has Wind Waker. It has Luigi's Mansion. It has mm-hmm. Sunshine. <sighs> really, it's because of Melee. That's the only reason I'm picking right. GameCube. Um, for Dan, Dan's favorite console is 360. Okay, those are your final answers for both. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last question, Chris. Tom, if Tuna or Dan could had to wipe one of these from history, which would they wipe? from history hitler oh. nice <laughs> uh actually dan said fdr no um all <laughs> xbox <laughs> all xbox consoles or all nintendo consoles dan would pick all nintendo consoles and alex would pick all xbox consoles because at the end of the I, day alex would prefer to be able to play games alone than with other people if he had to <laughs> give up nintendo over xbox um, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I would probably say the same for Chris. Would definitely get rid of the Xbox consoles. And besides Nintendo, would Dan say the same? I feel like I've lost anyway. So fuck it. Uh, we'll go with Dan also getting rid of all Xbox. Consoles. I really don't know if you've lost. I really think I oh, lost. I, no, you've got. I well, I know you've gotten a bunch of a couple of my oh, correct. Okay. okay. Yeah. I obviously. Well, we'll see. I mean, Tom, <laughs> so wait, we're, we're about to find out. Yeah, what, Tuna. What were your answers? What were you saying? My answers are they're both they're both getting rid of Xbox. Both of them are getting rid of the Xbox. Both of them are getting rid of Xbox. No, none of us are keeping. According, like basically, none of us are keeping the uh, Xbox. Basically, except for I'm guessing Dan will. You're Dan. Yeah, you're guessing Dan will, and that Tuna will get rid of Xbox, and then yeah. Tuna is guessing that you both you get rid of Xbox. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I have the tallies, and I got to okay. say, Tuna. It is a close game. That's what I would guess. Yeah. It is a close game. In fact, close as in we don't know shit about anyone. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I I want to do this game again with all of us. Yeah. Um, We just keep our own answers. You could have done this. Yeah. Like, you could have done it. We all keep our own answers. I guess I could have, yeah. And we have, like. Well, no, because someone else would have needed to access the forms. For your guys' questions, I couldn't have been in charge of the answers. Oh yeah, although I could have just filled it out and then just kept. No, my yeah, answers. we one of us comes up with the questions. That's true, and then we all fill and then them everyone out on our own just and answers, the answers, and we come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, we should do it again, and we should have it be less less just video game specific questions too, because then it's like we got to think how the other person thinks for the answers. Oh God, oh, boy. we're yeah. turning we it into one of Chris's anyway. games. <laughs> yeah, turning yeah. one of Chris's games. Yeah. All right. All right. So, let's, yeah, go through it. Cool. So <laughs> the first question was: If you had to get rid of one franchise, which would it be? Dan, uh, the options were Halo, Pokemon, Zelda, Mario. Yeah. Dan said he'd get rid of Pokemon, which oh, I think shit. neither of you, I don't think neither of you guessed. No. Huh. Uh, Chris did say get rid of Pokemon, which Tuna, you got correct. Yeah. Only because you gave that away. Yeah. I didn't realize I gave that away at the time, but you're uh, right. I was hoping that either you wouldn't pick up on a Tuna or you'd forget or. I honestly couldn't decide this morning. Like, it was really hard to pick those. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tuna also said Pokemon. Wow. And, yeah. and I think, I think Shots Chris... Shots fired at Pokemon. I think Chris might not have gotten that correct. Um, what do you mean you think? You did. tallied this shit up. I, ta- I tallied it, but I didn't record what you said about the other person. I just recorded whether you, they, you got it correct about the other person. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You understand? Okay, sure. next question. What is your favorite weapon in Halo? Now, this is hilarious because, Chris, you flipped it. I did. I did. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I flipped it. Damn it. Okay. You, uh, or maybe it was Tuna that flipped it. Oh, it was Tuna that Oh, no, it was it. Tuna. 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 I was going to say, because that's Tuna, interesting. Tuna guessed Sticky Grenade for Dan when that was Chris's favorite, and you guessed oh. Brute Shot for Chris, which was Dan's favorite. Which is crazy to me that Dan picked the Brute Shot. Brute I never would have guessed that. Yeah. And then... Uh, Chris, I remember, picked the binary rifle for Dan, uh, for, for me. Tuna. Tuna. And Tuna was the rocket launcher. Yeah. Uh, what is I your favorite? Sniper, though. You know what? Guess I don't know much. why. I don't know why. <laughs> sniper didn't even come into my mind this morning. Yeah. There's Weird. just so many guns, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Uh, the next one, uh, I think Dan got this correct. Uh, Tuna got this correct. Did you guess Pokeball for Christian? No, I think you guessed Pokeball and you changed it, didn't you? No, I guessed Pokeball for Chris. Oh, you guys guessed Pokeball? Okay, uh, so it was the Pokeball for Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. no. No, I didn't. I changed it. Oh, he changed to it. He changed it. the NES. He oh, yeah. To the, the SNES. Yep. Yep. Yep, you did. The, 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 so he does it at that point. Stupid. Yeah, he didn't. That, I was looking at it. I was like, huh, that's not correct then. But yeah, you, you that's correct. Stupid. Um, yeah. Chris, uh, Dan's favorite item apparently is the wand. Oh, wow. okay, yeah. Okay. yeah Star Wand is really good. Neither of you guessed. And then no. uh, Tuna's favorite item is the trophy. Yeah, I, I couldn't decide if it was going to be the assist trophy or not. And then yeah. I was like, mm, he likes that bat. Alex likes to get a good oh, that's crack. Right. I do like getting the bat. Got the bat. I do. Give me the bat. Okay, next one. What is your favorite track in Mario Kart? None of you guessed this correctly about the other person. So Chris's favorite, as listed here, is Baby Park. I love Baby Park. Okay. I love Can we, uh, if we could do like a hundred, a hundred lap stream of Baby Park, I'm down. Oh my god, the and indie, then the Mario 500. Both Tuna and Dan said Wario Stadium. Really? Huh? Yeah. Huh? That he is a really good Wario one. Stadium. That is a really yeah. good one. Hmm. Next question was, what is the best Mario game? Uh no one got this correct for anyone. Uh, Chris's favorite is Super Mario World. Oh. Mm. Uh, Chris, I think you guessed mm. Odyssey for Tuna, but Tuna said Galaxy 2. I said mm-hmm. 64, but yeah, he cool. said 64, but it didn't matter. I think you were trying to decide. I was going between them. Yeah, you yeah. were going between a bunch. And then, <laughs> Dan, I don't know if this is a joke or not, because I don't, I don't know if this is a joke or not, but Dan's was Dr. Mario. 
Uh, that's possibly real. Possibly Dan does love joke. his puzzle games. He some of these seem games. real, and some of these are clearly Honestly, jokes. they have that Dr. Mario game on the phone, and Dan loves puzzle games. So he may have played the fuck out he of that He may have game. been playing the shit out of Dr. Mario on the phone. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, the next question was, what is the best vehicle in Halo? You guys mm. did very well here. Tuna, you guessed correctly that Christian's favorite vehicle is a Banshee. Which and... I almost picked Ghost. I almost yeah. picked Ghost. And yeah. Chris, you guessed correctly with Tuna in that the tank, the Scorpion, yep. was his favorite vehicle. Neither okay. of you guessed that Dan's favorite vehicle was the Mongoose. Yeah, this is a joke answer now. These are <laughs> That's joke gotta answers. be bullshit. <laughs> These are yeah. bullshit answers. No fucking way. <laughs> Which is uh, why we have to play the game the other way, because now we have to play the game. Like, yeah. we, we have to play the game. Well, what would Dan put, well, not what right. Dan actually. <laughs> uh, next question was What is your favorite dungeon from Ocarina? Uh, I don't think any of you guessed correctly. Yeah, so Chris, you guessed Spirit for Tuna, but his favorite is the Water Temple. I almost said Water Temple because I yeah. I was like Alex probably likes to pick that because it makes he thinks it sounds cool because everyone likes to complain about how hard it is and he doesn't think Correct. it's hard. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then I was like, you know you what? The... I'm you gonna, got the I'm meta. gonna think he, he's better. Yeah. Than that. He, Wait. He, so he no, actually, the... I just thought of something. If we do fill one of these out in the future, knowing what the game's gonna be, I would just put bullshit answers because you're, you're you're never gonna guess me correctly if I lie. Hmm. But, the, but that's why, like, we have to play it the other way. Like, right. it has to be, what would people, you yeah. know? What did, so what did, I want to know what the fuck Dan picked. Uh, Dan, uh, well, uh, Dan also picked Water Temple, which neither of you guessed correctly. I don't think but Tuna, you guessed, weird. did you guess Forest for Chris? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's Chris's favorite. But oh. which one were you guessing? Which one were you guessing? The Forest Forest temple or Big the... Temple. I was. I said the the four the mini the first four. Well, you temple, said first temple. Well, because I didn't know. Well, the, hey, we got to go with but the letter of the law. Well, because because you wrote dungeon, so that's why I put the temple. What what is the first one? The when deco you're inside, tree, like the big tree, the great yeah, deco that's, tree. That's what I was thinking of. Is that thing? All right, fine. Take a point away from me. No, I mean it's fine. I no, didn't no, it's fine. You want to? Yeah, it's cool. You want to write down other things, but mean what? Well, you know, it's fine. No, well, it's, it's, it's okay. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Let me just put it this way. It won't matter. Even if okay. a point Great. All right. Who wins? Then, All right. Then give him the point. Give me the point. <laughs> what is your favorite Pokemon outside of the starters plus the revolutions? Legendaries Pikachu, Eevee plus his slash her evolutions. Yeah. Uh, from the original 151. Chris guessed correctly that Tuna's Fucking Pokemon knew it. Pidgeotto. Fucking yeah. knew it. Yeah. Chris yep. guessed, uh, Tuna guessed Dragonite for Chris, uh, but it's also Pidgeotto. Come on, You man, know what, so I was going to say Pidgeotto, but I was like, but I said that. <laughs> but Fucking he doesn't know Pidgeotto. you said that. I know. <laughs> Pidgeotto rules. And it's then the, neither of you guessed. It's the guessed... rare middle evolution that's better what is, than what the is, final. What did he pick, like Alakazam? Uh, oh. So he picked Ghastly, which seems like a legitimate oh, choice. I think that's probably that legit. is pretty good. Yeah. 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 I went back and forth between Gengar and Pidgeotto, but I was like, you know what? As much as I love oh, Gengar, yeah, like Gengar, Pidgeotto yeah. is so cool. All right. Last two questions here. Uh, what is the best console ever, including handhelds? Uh, Tuna guessed that you were crushing hard on the Switch. And, uh, oh, sorry. Tu yeah. Tuna guessed that Chris was crushing hard on the Switch, and uh, he was Hundo P correct. 
Mm-hmm. Chris put the mm-hmm. switch. I honestly mm-hmm. don't even know if I feel like that's the real. Like I, I, I can't. I just couldn't decide. <laughs> I think Tuna knows that as well. <laughs> so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna put the switch." Yeah, and then um, Chris guessed the wild card of the GameCube for Tuna, but Tuna did put sixty-four. Damn it! And then Danny it was Boy, a toss-up between those two for me, though. I will tell you that Danny Boy. Uh, this was obviously a joke because he put Wii U. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Which was like, okay, I don't know. I don't trust any of these answers because I was like, Ghastly seems real, but Wii U definitely is not. Yeah. And then the last question was, if you had to w- wipe one from history, which would it be? All Xbox consoles or all Nintendo consoles? Uh, Chris guessed that Tuna would wipe out Nintendo, and uh, sorry, t- no. Chris guessed that Tuna would wipe out Xbox because he hates yes. playing multiplayer. And then, uh, <laughs> no, no, it was just if it came down to Alex, if it came to down to it, Zelda, I would rather play, play games Zelda. on his own. He fucking hates other people. He fucking hates all these No, people. but Alex will play games alone more than he'll play games with other people. Sure, sure. Unless so it's Halo. That's sure. And then you guessed that Dan would get rid of Nintendo consoles, and then uh, Tuna guessed that that everyone would get rid of Xbox. Everyone would get rid of Xbox. Um, Chris, you were right on both fronts. Mm-hmm. You pegged both of them. And Tuna, you were correct that Chris would get rid of Xbox, but right. Dan got rid of Nintendo, uh, which made the final tally. Chris got five, correct? And Tuna got, f- <laughs> and Tuna got four. Uh... Honestly, five correct when one person, like, we don't even know how reliable their answers are. Yeah, right. It's right. like fucking, it's fucking Guy Pierce and it's Memento. Like that's al- that's almost Dan. a 50% mark there. <laughs> right. So, there right, you go. right, right. There you go. All fun. right. Good job with that. Yeah, good job. That was fun. Yeah, it'll be even more fun. We have everyone on and, you know, shut up with the joke answers. Yeah. Everyone everyone on. That'll be maybe not next week, but the week after. That'll be Possibly. a while. It's a long time for a quad, a quattro. For a quad. Yeah, it's been a minute. For a quorum. We don't have a quorum. A quorum. Um, we still have a post show to do, so let's count them out. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could find me. At Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Uh, you say can find again, me... considering the music isn't playing. Yeah, we couldn't hear the music. I don't know if you were playing. Yeah, it says it's playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can find me at uh, Great Britom on each and every platform. Uh, go check out youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast. That is where all of my Video reviews are going up right now. Also, follow me on Twitch. Uh, we're doing a lot of streaming, uh, giving away a lot of stuff, a lot of fun. And then go check out the Patreon and check out me and Tuna talking about Night Shift and Jerusalem's Lot uh, for a dollar a month. Uh, thank you guys for your support. Really appreciate it. I don't know what happened there, but hey, uh, Alex, if people... I'm just kidding. If people want to find... Um, if people want to hear about... Fall Guys. Once a week, they can go to the Crown Club podcast. Check that out. Leave a review. Seriously, just go leave a review. It'll take, like, no time at all. I'd really appreciate it. Um, Tom's been on. I'm sure we'll have Alex on. Uh, Tom's going to be on again next week. Great guests. Great content. A lot of cool stuff coming. A lot of great hot tips to get you those crowns so you can join the elite status that is the Crown Club. Uh, I'm at Christian underscore Humes. We are at the Unranked Podcast. In fact, if you haven't left a review... For the Unranked Podcast, go ahead and do that. It'll be real easy. You go to tap on the name of it, and then you scroll down to the bottom, five stars, write in a little note, and then you tap on where it says Zeitheist, and then you go over to the Crown Club. Leave a review there. 
can go and uh, find Tom's uh, Spider-Man thing. You can do that. There's a whole lot of stuff you can review. We want to hear it. We got our Discord. Chime in. I'm just going on because this music came on late. It's a really long outro. Um, I'm just trying to fill space. So, at Christian underscore Humes. Well, now we're not because now it's got a timeout so that when I say, stay unranked. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it.